PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. There's a dating app called Coffee Meat Bagel or something like that. What? Cream cheese meat floor. I don't know. And you have to like buy beans in order to. You have to collect beans. You can buy beans in order to like swipe yes on profile or something like that. It sounds absurd. I hate it already. I haven't even looked at it. That sounds awful, doesn't it? But you're 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 paying real money for these beans. I think so. Yes, I like that. The one thing I like about that, I like that it's beans, coffee beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cute because you're buying beans right. so that you could possibly flick a bean. Flick, flick. I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flick that bean. Mm-hmm. It's like you'd be like, I'm gonna flick that bean. I'm gonna flick that bean, baby. I'm gonna flick that bean. I'm gonna flick that bean. I'm flicking your beam, baby. Hashtag me too. Flick your beam, flick your beam. I, I like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's all, the whole tidbit for you. Yeah. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. It's like, welcome to Cinema Crest So it's like the intro to, to the movie. Uh, when you go to the movies yeah. and the road and he's the popcorn pops. It's a giant neon Blade Runner city. Too. How many times have we seen that thing change over the years? Uh, I mean, at least three, I think. Over, I mean, it, a bunch. Actually, you, you'd be surprised. Like right. over the years, how like, many times has it changed? I mean, I can. I mean, it's still always the same thing, but. The city changes, the roller coaster changes, the Coca-Cola and the popcorn changes. But it's always so Coca-Cola, yes. here's a hot dog, here's popcorn, uh-huh. not subliminal, subliminal advertising. Welcome to episode 325 <laughs> of Cinema Crespity. So I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling at Crespity. So studio, did I say that already? Here is your weather threat update. Current threat, weather threat level is uh, Hurricane Fuchsia, Hurricane Fuchsia. Your beliefs have been battered about. Uh, Drusa Cogburn, how you doing? Sir? Doing, Welcome back. back. You were on assignment last week in New York City yes. researching the effects of kidney stones during air flight. <laughs> and vacations, yes. And vacations. Uh-huh. Looking forward to getting uh, uh, hearing more about that in a few minutes. Actually, that, that, was, ju- that, that, that was just for domestic airfare. I had already done the research on international I airfare. I know. That's why we were, I was talking <laughs> off, off <bike> about that. <laughs> so I've, now I've done both domestic and There's triggers. international. There are kidney apparently. stone triggers. Maybe yours. <laughs> Is a uh, flight, flight, and uh, and the month of August, and enjoyment, <laughs> and August, and the month of August. Uh, the heat plus the I gravitational forces equals that shake them calcium <laughs> deposits loose and rattle around in your bladder for a little while. Remind you that you're alive. So painful. <laughs> Remind uh, you that you're a human being. That you're a sack mm-hmm. of meat. I am. I am with a, parts I'm a, I'm a sack of meat with parts work that work together. That work together, and <laughs> when they don't work together, it is very painful. It sucks when it doesn't work together. <laughs> uh, uh, with us is uh, not as 
always, but as a good amount of times, it makes as us mostly. happy. As mostly. We enjoy it very much at Steve Etchie. You know, hey, I'm doing good. You, buddy. We need to go back to like the, the, the little cartoons, you know, where they're like, let's go out to the, the movies. Let's, let's, no, it's actually, it's actually let's go to the, the lobby. Oh, the lobby? Let's, let's go, go let's to the lobby. lobby. That's right. Ourselves a snack. Yeah. Grab ourselves a snack. Because yeah. you're already in the movies, but they want you to go out and buy some shit. That's yeah. that subliminal, liminal stuff. That's mm. like that opening roller coaster ride with the... Coca-Cola, popcorn, candy, snacks. Buy some gift cards. Like, yeah, gift cards. I threw that in there now. I'm like, I'm about to see a movie. You want me to walk out of the auditorium now? You're supposed to sum it out on the way in. Well, I mean, seriously, we could because more than likely we've already seen all the trailers. For real. And also, <laughs> for big movies, I kind of like missing those trailers. Like, the least I see the trailer, the less I see the trailer, the more I enjoy the movie sometimes. Yeah. Uh, movie snacks. I haven't, I can't. Think of the last time I purchased a food item. It has been at least 20 years. Yes, especially non-alcoholic. I feel like, for me, 20 is a long time. I'm going to say... No, at least 20. I'm going to say 15 years. That means that the last time I bought movie popcorn, I was 17. And that sounds about right. 17? I can't remember the last time I bought movie popcorn. I think the last food item I bought was... Uh, I can't remember the movie, but I want to say it is mid-2000s. The mid-aughts. Mm-hmm. The Point Orlando Regal yeah. has a decent, especially for that time, a decent menu selection for being counter service. And I ordered uh, what turned out to be very terrible chicken tendies. And, uh, but I remember like having to wait for a while, and they were expensive. And I was like, and then I got them. I was like, this shit ain't worth it. That was the last time I bought. Yeah. Outside of um, maybe going to the Enzian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's well, a specialty Enzian, theater. Enzian is a completely different ballgame. It's a different experience. People who yeah. have Alamo Draft House. Draft houses in their neighborhoods. You know what we mean. They, they, yeah, they're yeah. Uh, they're probably our boy Billy D up in New York. Who you just saw. Yes. We'll talk about that in a second here. Uh, he goes to the Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn mm-hmm. for matinees specifically to get that brunch menu. Yeah, he says it's the food there is that good. I mean, wow. another yeah. friend of the show, Tim. He's got like the Regal Movie Pass for Alamo. Type thing. They have their own pass thing? Type thing, yeah. He's got some sort of subscription. They also do have like less screens, yeah. but then they have more varied content. Yeah. Man, I'd get me an Alamo pass. Oh, hell yeah. We're getting an Alamo and the iDrive area. Yeah. So it's a, for us, it's like a 20-minute drive into uh, the, you know one of these circles of hell. I'm not sure which one. I mean, that's it fine. It might be the third, maybe. Third I'm, or fourth. That, that, that's fine. It's fine. I've been it's there fine. enough times. I'll so. drive. I will drive out there for the Alamo, depending on for the Alamo. We got to go out there for um, Port Orlando. Yeah, our next visit to there for uh, Christopher Nolan movie. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. It's here for Christopher Nolan. I mean, it's got to be on the IMAX, bro. Got to watch that shit on the IMAX. Correct. I mean, uh, he's actually if, if, he uses IMAX cameras. <laughs> if, if that Avatar 2 garbage is on the IMAX, I'll totally see yeah, it on there. We have, <laughs> we have to see Avatar 2 at the Point Orlando IMAX. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, if it's there, I'm going to go there to see it. In the third dimension. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, shit, dude, j- just that theater in 3D depending on the movie it doesn't matter. as long as the 3D is good it's gonna be fun as long as that 3D is good and 3D even post conversion yeah. it's gotten so good these days but he does native we talk about that when the time comes it's appropriate now to talk about your New York City trip my sir <laughs> uh, why did you go specifically what was the one reason to be like this is the one thing I'm for sure going for was it that art show or did that uh, just well, happen no, to be I happening mean, the, the art show just happened to be happening uh-huh. I, I uh, talked to Bill and he was I was like I feel like going to New York and I was like hey I feel like coming to see you is this weekend good and he's like there's uh, there's a metal show ABR yes. and I was like perfect. okay I'm down perfect, perfect. let's go I'll, I'll come up now a little bit of August yeah. Burns Red uh-huh. I which, like which I did not make it to Aww. <laughs> Aww. that was on Sunday that was on the night of the most pain 
That so, sucks. The yeah. kidney stone pain. Kidney stone. So you sent us the email last week. We talked yes, about it. Correct. We read it. You were suffering from kidney stones watching Secession? Yes. I was hold up. I, I ended up watching eight hours straight. <laughs> Of secession on HBO. It sucks. <laughs> because because what a shit vacation. I, I, I just I, I just happened to be you know sitting. There, I was like fuck. I do not feel well. You know let's give it an hour. See what happens. Yeah. I turned on TV and it was the first. It was season one episode one. They were doing a recap before season two started okay. that night. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I've been meaning to watch this show anyway. Fuck it. We'll, we'll keep it, it on. Yeah. You just yeah. use it. Perfect. Exactly. So eight hours later, still in pain. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Eight hours later, canceled all my plans. Oh. Still in pain oh. uh the uh what was it? i the, the thursday thursday night i started doing the pee-poo dance which means i had a uti and i knew kidney stones were on the way because that's the way it works in my Be- body because uh I, I don't get urinary tract infections unless i have a kidney stone and and, and you've suffered this before yes so what like you got to pee every 30 minutes something like that yeah, I feel sometimes every like 30 seconds like Jesus. straight up like that's torture you go and you, you pee and then you sit back down and you know you just emptied your bladder yeah. and your body's telling you to pee because there's something in there exactly so you just drink as much water as you can so you, at least your pees are productive oh god that sucks yeah that's terrible so i but i have health insurance now so i went on oscar my health insurance mm-hmm. and uh they've got, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great american sentence i have health health insurance now now yeah. uh <laughs> there uh so uh i went on my app and uh I can get 24-7. I can talk to a doctor for, like, small things to get, like, prescriptions and things okay. of that nature. Cool. Um, Interesting. And I'll get a call in 20 minutes. Okay. So I put in – I filled up whatever information they needed from me. Boom. Pee 15 times. Exactly. <laughs> 20 minutes later. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I get a call. I tell them what's going on. I'm like, listen, I've, ha- I've had kidney stones before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's always starts with the UTI, which I have now. So I think, A, I have stones coming, and B – I definitely have a urinary tract infection. And we ain't talking about like how Mick Jagger and Keith Richards came to uh, Camping World Stadium. Yeah. Not those stones are coming. No, not those stones. You kidney got, stones. You got kidney stones. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. um, so I talked to him. He gave me a prescription for uh, antibacterials, for mm-hmm. antibiotics for the UTI. Yeah. I couldn't, they can't give you painkillers or anything else because he doesn't know if I have stones or not. Hmm. So. I knew I did, but I was just like, you know what? If I can get rid of the UTI, at least maybe I can last through the vacation. Usually, yeah. usually it takes a little bit of while for this. So like, you had been in town for a few days? Yeah, I I came into town because I left on Tuesday. You know, on Tuesday, yeah. yeah. And this was on su- Saturday, Sunday? This was on fr- Friday. Friday. Well, Thursday night. Thursday so, night. But Friday is when I made the phone call in the morning. So what do you think? Is it gravitational forces of the I airplane shook your, your calcium deposits loose? I have no idea. Are you back on them carnation instant breakfast drinks in the morning? Are you drinking those again? Sometimes. With with heavy cream? <laughs> back on the calcium, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's delicious. You're drinking that OJ? You gotta cut back, man. Anyway, uh, so... I uh, that's your attorney advice. You cut back on calcium. <laughs> I, I got the antibiotics. Friday was cool. I stopped doing the pee pee dance, and nothing hurt yet. So Friday, you know, I just went and did my thing. Mm-hmm. Hung out with Bill. It's mm-hmm. when I went and fucking did that crazy. Uh, yeah. Was, all right. So what was this? You went to some sort of uh, art exhibit. It, it's called. Uh, it was called Super Real NYC. Super real, as in surreal, but super yeah, real. Super NYC. Yeah, and it was basically the the inside. Was it in Brooklyn or Manhattan? Where was it? Uh, it was in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you if you follow me on Instagram, yes. uh, I tagged the place where it was. Antahero four one nine. Yeah, follow that account. You'll see it. Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I tagged the location of where it was. And it was like so you're inside like a warehouse type thing. Well, it wasn't a warehouse. It looked like it? an old, like an old building. Like yeah, an old building with you know lots of cool architecture on the inside. Yeah. Um. So they put the archways. Mi- they put mirrors on the floors. Three D mapped the entire room mm. and had projectors that. 
played fucking crazy bonkers nonsense. Yeah, it's crazy looking. That was 3D mapped to the inside, and also there were white balloons everywhere. And if you threw them at the wall, it was reactive. So like little flourishes would happen when the, the balloons hit the walls. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Was it free? Did you have to pay to get in? No, we had to pay. I think it was like twenty twenty five bucks. Okay. For how long? Uh, you got ninety minutes. So you, you oh, got wow. you, you got to watch the whole thing because there was feature length. It was feature length uh, film. It was forty five minute. It was a forty five minute loop. Uh huh. So every forty five minutes, the like the seven or eight quote unquote dream sequences is what they were called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went in the loop. That's that's wild. And there were beanbag chairs everywhere, so you could just lay down and fucking chill out. I, I definitely kinda recommend. Kind of wish I had been on hallucinogens, <laughs> at least mild ones. I mean, it looked like it. I recommend people check out your Instagram so they can see the yeah. the, the pictures. Look very oh, cool. Yeah. But you were feeling fine then. You were you weren't UTI was, crazy. Was, walking around having the pee. I was just feeling okay. Mm-hmm. So that was good enough for me. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I went and did that and. Saturday hung out during the day, uh, and then at night I didn't feel well. Oh That's no! That's when I started not feeling well. So I went home Saturday night, chilled. Which is when I got the email. Yes. Yeah. So I no, read that. It's no, like no, Kitty no, Snow. Yeah. No, 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 that was Saturday night. Yeah. No, fr- Friday night I went home and chilled. Then, oh, this Friday night. Yeah. Saturday next day, morning felt okay. Night did not feel well. <laughs> You're dying this whole time, so yes. I'm sure the timeline's <laughs> a little fuzzy. N- night did not feel well, so I canceled everything at night, wrote you the email, yeah. started watching Secession. Right. The next day, finished watching Secession. <laughs> Woke up in the morning, went out to Red Hook, had some awesome barbecue for free, because I know somebody who works out there. Nice. And then... What's the name of the place? Uh, for home, our New York listeners, they can go there. We have a Hometown Barbecue. Hometown Barbecue. It's in Red Hook. In Red Hook, Brooklyn. Yeah, it's good shit. And they're about to open up a second location in Industry City and in Miami as well. So, it, in Miami? Yeah. All right, so go. when they go down there to Miami, we're going to have to go. We're going to we're gonna go to Miami and get some barbecue. Steve, you, go, you down for going to Miami and get some barbecue? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm a New York. I always go for my barbecue. You're, 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 you're a food weirdo. I don't know, man. Going down to Miami to get New you. York barbecue? Hell yeah. Which doesn't <laughs> exist. It's not a thing. <laughs> but it is now. Yeah, I guess it is now. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's cool. We got some barbecue, and then uh, and then and, and, and then I really felt like shit on Sunday night. Oh, that sucks. So went home, finished watching Secession. Well, home, yeah, hotel, yeah, hotel, Airbnb. What you do? Hotel. Okay, it was okay. Just okay. Just okay. Just okay. Yeah. No bed bugs. No, that's good. It, it, it was clean in New York City. That's good enough. You get, yeah. get no bed bugs, and you're you're a win. It was clean. It was central location, <laughs> so everything was fine. Uh, and then Monday morning, woke up, fucking. Went to the airport. Mm-hmm. After I went through TSA, I, I fucking had to pee like a motherfucker. Uh-oh. Uh, went into the urinal. Yep. And uh, passed the stone right then and there. Yay! <laughs> oh, congratulations, Felice Adonis. You passed almost, the stone. I almost threw up all over the urinal because of the pain. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Like, the second I went, I felt it go from my bladder into my urethra. Ugh. And right then and there, like, I almost puked. Ugh. Uh, but then it went through. I heard ding! And I was like, okay, I'm done. I had to sit there and like, because I was like fucking sweating. You got the clammy sweats. Oh, all those that are the so Those are the worst. So, 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 yeah, oh so I just kind of stayed in the bathroom for like five minutes and composed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I flew back to Orlando. Get my composure. <laughs> Sat on the tarmac for a fucking hour. So uh, last time when you flew international, you went to the Netherlands, right? You, you flew back with kidney stones, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Went to... This guy over Yeah, here. on the way travel, back, travel st- kidney stones. started feeling like shit in uh, in England on the way back, like mm-hmm. the day before we left. Like, mm-hmm. We left Amsterdam, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling well, got to England, chilled the rest of the night, and then the next day, flew back to the States, fucking felt like the, felt like, 
I felt like death. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for me, the the flight back wasn't very booked, and uh, in the back there were entire rows with nobody in there. Wow. So I just fucking put up all the things and just laid down in the fucking to alleviate the pain and yeah. then try to get through the uh-huh. that sucks. And then the the day, so I get back that that like afternoon, mm-hmm. go to, go to bed, wake up, go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Get I'm working the night shift. Get there at four at about. Six, I start peeing blood and go to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> right, we're peeing blood and go to the, the hospital. Time. All right, that congratulations, we see that is that's awesome. Yeah. That's this really time cool. I passed the stone in the airport. Uh, without no, no blood, with no J- blood, just a lot of pain, just pain, no blood. Yeah, so you're getting better at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently my, my body's getting used to it. You're getting used to it. Uh-huh. All right, something to look forward to for the uh-huh. rest of your uh, living days. Uh-huh, correct. Steve, any uh, kidney stone problems? In your uh, never had a kidney stone. Problem. UTI. I, I hope you don't ever have. One. I mean, you know, there's like a, you know, uh, as far as like modifications go and stuff. You know, you can stretch your urethra so that it would just fall out. Oh, you can do that, and then also you can have uh, some sounding fun. That's really not the way it works, but you know, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, the sounding that that does like that can help. Uh, luckily for me. Two out of the three stones have had uh, two of them have been. The first one was the most painful because it was the biggest. Two the, out of three stones recommend try to go for the second time. I didn't actually pass it; it dissolved in my bladder. The third time, it probably hung out in my bladder for a little while and was at least small enough to pass in my urine. Stream. So it's just a pass right through. Yeah, not without bumping the walls my along d- the way. Bing, bum, 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 bum. Exactly. My dad has had them so bad that he fucking like spent like two days in the fucking bathroom yeesh <laughs> and like fucking big boys too that sucks yeah. is Ugh. it often genetic it can be okay but it's also diet related because what it is is it's it's all the excess vitamins and minerals yeah because every okay, cool. I don't ingest any of those yeah you are so <laughs> vitamin deficiency exactly <laughs> fine but it's no nutrients it's, it's, your body it's all the excess vitamins and minerals and shit like that that gets filtered through your blood uh, hangs out in your kidneys and then they that after a long enough time deposits get big enough to where they crystallize and then they break off and then you have to actually and then mm. it goes the same way as all your everything else but it's you know a huge giant chunk going through a system that's made for tiny tiny little things yeah, God. for, for <laughs> liquid, liquid, liquid things. Yeah, and, like, and this now, is a now, giant solid chunk. Here's a solid. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Let's see how this works. That's <laughs> bad enough when gas comes out. Has, has your penis ever burped? No, no one. Is that my own, is that my own problem? <laughs> I think you, know you have issues. I'm going to leave that part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, any movie related stuff at all that you've done up there besides uh, watching Secession? I guess man, you got I mean, I watched Secession. I of mean, I. It, the email had the rest of the stuff that I listened what that I watched. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. The um, he showed you one cut of the dead, mm-hmm. which apparently we gotta gotta get on that. It's good. Gotta get on that. It, yeah, it was available on the uh, plane ride back too. Oddly enough, like not available oh, streaming that's anywhere. Right. Yeah, you saw but, it on the but, plane, but it was available on the plane ride back, so I watched it again, which is pretty crazy. Watch it again. Yeah. So I've seen it twice now. God damn, this guy. <laughs> you see it twice. I haven't <laughs> seen it once. <laughs> it's a, dude, it's a crazy I mean, movie. I haven't seen it and available. I had, I had the time. And it was available. I was so, like, what the fuck? Why not? Like, I just passed a stone. I deserve a treat. Yeah. Uh, cool movie. All right. Very cool. So, All right. Well, there you go. That was Drew's New York City adventure. Kidney stone travels galore. Yeah. Uh, so where are you going to pass the kidney stone next? Chicago? Maybe? I don't know. It depends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, now I'm, I'm going to ho- hopefully somewhere <laughs> with, uh, you know, good medical facilities. Maybe you should consider driving the places or I mean, maybe I'm go th- take a cruise. Well, you know? I, actually, you know, Canada's got good health care, so maybe I'll go to Canada next. There you go. Yeah, you just go to Canada. Like, oh, I'm infected. Yeah. And then just walk up the street. Exactly. Do the same thing in Mexico. 
Yeah. Go to Mexico. A L- little dirtier, though. Go visit Jesse Ventura in Mexico. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, you, give me some. I know you got kidney stones. You, you know, yeah, if I anyone do. has kidney stones, it's, it's Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Ventura. Look at that guy. He looks like he's made of kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I passed him. I passed him in Minnesota, and now I pass him in Mexico. <laughs> I wouldn't go to combat with these guys. Um, let's uh, let's do some uh, movie review. We saw okay. a movie, Steve. We, did. we saw a movie called Good Boys. Correct. It's a Superbad fan. You saw Superbad. Remember Superbad? I did see Superbad. What was that? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. So long ago. It was a long time. It ago. does. It right. does not age well, especially in this fucking hashtag. Me and too. I'm pretty hashtag sure you do. And I'm willing to bet the guy that plays uh, McLovin uh, probably looks exactly the same. Still. He does. He looks pretty. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Smith McPhee, whatever the guy. What his name? Did is. you say Smith McPhee? Mm-hmm. Smith something like that. Okay, I think it's the same guy. That's an awesome. Name. I may be mixing up actors. I don't know. Um, 2007 2007 man over so Seth Rogen Evan Goldberg wrote and wrote and produced that uh they didn't direct it they wrote and produced another movie which is essentially super bad but 2019 and with tweens yeah okay okay so so they're just turning they're just just going into sixth grade instead of graduating high school and they're making that transition to college they're graduating elementary school and they're like we gotta go to a party and get laid and blah 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 you know it was all intense about that now they're fifth grade going to sixth grade so elementary school middle school that's awesome and and they're like we gotta invite it to a party it's a kissing party party. we gotta find out how to kiss yeah we gotta figure this shit out (laughs) we gotta drink a sip of beer and bring it with us yeah a sip of beer a sip of beer yo this dude drank three sips of beer that's the the record ever it's it's (laughs) Adorable. It, it's so it, it's really funny. As we were walking into the movie, uh, I said to Drew, "This whole the whole premise of the film is just uh, it's adorable to watch twelve uh, year olds say fuck." Yeah, and that's, yeah. and that's the whole movie. The the funny thing is though, Chris, like watching those kids and what they did, like I was doing all that shit too, but I started maybe even a couple years earlier. Some people start earlier, <laughs> some people start later, but it's the right time period where you're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. You start. You want to get excited to grow and yeah. to spread your wings, and you see what the adults are doing. Like I can do that. You see stuff. what life's really all about. You see what life's about, and life, as we know, is all about yeah. kissing girls and sipping beers. Sipping beers. And, uh, <laughs> and, it's a fun and the bean, bean bag boys, Chris. All about the bean bag boys. Yo, <laughs> respect to the bean bag boys. Respect bean bag boys. Bean bag boys are awesome. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's not a testicle reference at all. <laughs> of course not. Three dudes who hang together. We the beanbag boys. Uh-huh. We the testicle twins. Yes. We're the testicle trio. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a kid from... Uh, Jacob Tremblay is a kid from Room. Correct. Right? The, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's great. And he's like the lead. He's the one, the smoothest, smart one of the three. Yep. The one who's going to be the popular one. Then the other two are the nerds. One is like, he wants to be cool, but he's dumb. But he's not. Well, He, he wants to be cool, but he's totally... He's, 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 ne- he's never going to be. Yeah, he's never going to be cool. He's, he's not that... He's not that kid he's a try hard yeah and then the other kid ain't even trying no he just wants to be a good kid he just exactly he, he wants to be a fucking mama's boy good boy but you know what that he was the straight man in the group he's, and he was fucking hilarious he's always, he's chris also, he's the character i identify with the most he's like <laughs> no guys we gotta do this the right way i was like uh-huh. he's right people should be listening to him <laughs> <laughs> if they listened to him like all this drama wouldn't be happening <laughs> <you know? laughs> Um, or his parents, his mom, his dad was a uh, uh, that guy who's uh, was in Get Out, Get Out, the, he, guy, the friend. He's he's Lil, Lil Ray, yeah. Lil Red, something it, like that. He was in uh, he he oh, that basketball movie Uncle yes, Drew. Exactly. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, he was the dad. He, he has. A I think he's got a TV show as well, or had a TV he, show. He probably does. Yeah. He probably does. 
uh, it was a fun movie. It was. No, it was great. All, all updated all, John Hughes type stuff. All the sex stuff was hilarious. All, they look up porn. It's very funny. All the nice. all the drug stuff was hilarious. Drug stuff is funny. They're like, who's Molly? She's not with us. <laughs> we don't know no Molly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the girls. They're the teenage. Yeah, the girls teenage girls who, who want to go see Kendrick Lamar. They want to go see Kendrick Lamar and fucking be on drugs. Well, have you been doing drugs or how? No. Why do you do do drugs? Are you Jones? And she's like, it makes you feel amazing. Feel amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how so they're kids, right? They're uh, 11, 12 years old. They yeah. obviously have been inundated with the Dare program and drugs destroyed the community. So yep. they're so anti anti drug. That's very funny, and um. I liked how the uh, just the dynamics of the trio, the way the kids hung out, yeah. the idea of what they did was just took the basic coming of age thing, dropped the age back a bit, yeah. made it raunchy, yeah, and it all worked. That's brilliant. It yeah, no, it, it, and if you watch the trailer, the trailer tells you tells, it, right, it's everything. Yeah, the right, tone right and everything. Yeah. Right, it's a pretty, it really very reflective. It is of, of the entire movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was good, it was good stuff. I thought it was, it was quite it. hilarious. What's the rotten tomato on this one? I would imagine it would be pretty well received because it's uh, the story is simple. Tweens. It's like we've seen this story a thousand times. That type yeah. of thing. So the 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 uh, the conceit is that what makes it interesting and unique is that it's tweens. Eighty percent. Yeah. Eighty percent with an average rating. Can you find the average rating? That's probably in the sevens. It's probably somewhere around seven. Angry Birds. Oh, I'm going to ask you for that in a second. Angry, Angry Birds 2 was getting a really good Ron Tomato score for a minute. Did the first one get a good rating? No. It got Ooh, like a... 6.6. 6.6. So it's an 80s, but it's a 6.6 rating. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's... People like it, mm-hmm. but no one loves it. And that's kind of the way I feel. Like, yeah, I oh, definitely. It. I, I, I liked it. Good. it. I enjoyed it. It's comedy, though. So It's comedy. As, as, I mean, these guys have been... Doing pretty good work for a while now, and, so and there's some yeah, it's it's Rogan, it's Goldberg. I'm into their style. And um, what they do, yeah. And there were for sure times in the movie where I'm sitting there in the theater, like, like laughing pretty hard to yeah. myself and uh, really enjoying what I was seeing. I, mean, I was smiling a lot throughout the movie, which when, is good for comedy. When, when I when I was watching Good Boys, I was actually I was like, maybe this is the uh, this is the prequel to uh, the night before. Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> like, the night before is a fun movie. Like th- this is them as tweens. Have you ever seen that one? The night before the Christmas movie with uh, so great with yeah. the Joseph Gordon Levitt. It is one Anthony of the most. Mackie. It is the most underrated fucking. It's one of the most underrated fucking comedies ever. It I really think so. is. What's it called? The night. The, the before. night before. So it's on the night before Christmas. Yeah, right. So Joseph Gordon Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie are all a bunch of friends. They're three friends who have grown up. They're having like one last Christmas together. Yeah. Exactly. So I love Levitt, man. He's, they, great. he's great. They go out. They party. He's the lead. They, they do all that stuff. Fucking uh, My- Michael Shannon plays the drug dealer, and then at <laughs> Mr. the Mr. Green. I don't. I, yeah. I don't want to. If you haven't seen the movie, I don't want to give anything away because the end reveal with his character is the most bonkers thing in the fucking world. But then it works great for like the whole Christmas Carol conceit yeah. of the movie. It's fun. You know, it, it's a really funny good. Movie. And that is one where it's like uh, it's a Rogan Goldberg joint, but then it's directed by I think that was done by Jonathan Levine, who did the Wackness. Remember mm-hmm. the Wackness? Yeah. He. he He's carved out a nice little career for What's himself. What's the first name of Goldberg, you said? Uh, there's Seth Rogen and then Evan Goldberg. Okay, So Evan. they're high school friends. Yeah. And and they've been working together for years and years. They wrote Superbad together in high school. Oh, uh, okay. So then when Rogen got the power to be able to make a movie, he was like, well, here's my buddy Evan. We do stuff together. Here's the thing we wrote. Because whenever I think Goldberg, and I can't I can't think of the... You think Bill Goldberg? Uh, no, I think um, the, the guy from uh, Days to Confused. Yeah, um, oh, Adam Goldberg? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Anytime I hear Goldberg, that's immediately who I think Top of. Top three Goldbergs, Bill, <laughs> Adam, and uh, the... Uh, oh, well, who's the one who we were just talking about? Uh, <laughs> you're the one who's talking about him, Chris. Uh, so, Evan? Oh, yeah, Evan. Evan Goldberg. That's so right. he's number three. <laughs> because it's all about Seth Rogen. He's, he's, yeah. he's just like, thanks, Seth. I appreciate it, buddy. We all need a friend like that. Um, yeah, Good Boys is fun. It's a good movie. It's for sure, like, don't run out and see it in the theater, but, like, once you see it for streaming or on Amazon or something. Totally watch like, it. It'll, like, make, watch it'll it. make it laugh. It is, enjoy it. Is Get Out now available uh Netflix, Hulu, something like that? It oh, is on out. HBO. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I think HBO has it. So, someone has it for sure. I think HBO has it. Yeah. Or maybe they have Us. Is Us available? I think Us is available now. Get oh. out! Get out is on FX now. Fubo and Sling, right now. Fubo, Fubo is one of those new ones they got to pay for. It. I, was, I was gonna say, no, like Fubo. I, I was for a second there. I was like, what Fubo? Exactly, no, Fubo. <laughs> exactly, Fubo. Fubo is in the streaming game now. F U B O. I used to be on game for a Fubo streaming app to have uh, yeah. Jordan Peele movies. I actually had a Fubo like like a like a powder blue shoes like they were gorgeous though. yeah i loved them you're just like these are great shoes they were really comfortable too yeah. i mean they're for us by us but i want it on them as well i know right <laughs> I, I feel like i cheated the system i'm like <laughs> i want in that is true cultural pro- yeah, at least you paid for them though you paid oh yeah you, you paid probably, those. probably paid a lot of money too they're expensive yeah fubu was was a designer back in the day um yeah fubo is one of these ones <laughs> where it's like another paid thing i think yeah <clears throat> streaming shoes. but they have like a decent amount of movies and stuff now when i look it up on movies on just watch a decent amount of them pop up on fucking fubo mm-hmm. like god damn it ain't no one got this shit mm. just wait for it to go under one day and then we won't have to worry about it anymore. exactly uh, can you look up the Rotten Tomato score? I'm sorry, you were about to take a sip. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Angry Birds 2. Because for a minute, Angry Birds 2 was the highest rated video game movie of all time. Really? And, and it was in like the... Not that it's that hard. I mean, video game movies are like... The highest right now, I think, is Tomb Raider, the most recent one, which oh. is like right around 50. Okay. I, had to, I haven't seen the newer one. Neither have I, but it, it's... 76. God yeah. damn! Angry Birds 2 with the 76% round tomato score. But what's the rating, though? Yeah, because, I mean, historically, video, video game movies... 5.7! 5. 5.7! Ah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking Historically, about. video game movies have been terrible. Yes. Always. Why? All of them. Uh, to the point where... Know. To the point where... So now we have Angry Birds 2, where it has an average rating of 5.7 out of 10, but because 70% of people who review it are like, yeah, meh. Eh, it's fine. Yeah. They're all like, eh, it's fine. Then it has like a 70-something percentile rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is hysterical. It really shows you the error of the Rotten Tomato score. Yes. And how it, you can't really trust that number exactly. You yeah. Can, but you can't. What's the consensus there? Where is a consensus where they're like, meh, is just M with 10 oh. E's and then an H? Like it's non-aerodynamic title characters the angry birds movie too takes improbable yet delightful entertaining flight landing humorous hits along the way improbable <laughs> it's a goddamn angry birds it's movie. a cartoon I'm well no i know but i mean like i, I know, think r- th- i think he meant impossible no one no he meant improbable it says improbable the, the probability is low but it's there <laughs> that 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 it's not impossible it's probably possible. It's not impossible. With a lot of work. It's not impossible. It, it's just improbable. <laughs> it's just improbable. That the, the speaking birds would would sling shots and you need, talking pigs. You need to look up your definitions, Mr. X. It could happen, but it probably won't. It, no, it probably won't. <laughs> no, it could happen. It could. It, it, prob- it totally could. It but probably it, it won't. No. I mean, you're stupid. It, prob- it probably yeah. won't. Don't be, don't be an idiot. It probably won't. 
still don't want to say it's impossible. It's not impossible. Don't it's totally possible. Don't want to say it's impossible. It could happen. There is like happen. a 2% or a 0.2% chance. Tiniest, tiniest chance. But you know what? That's all It's all you need in science. So it's <laughs> In which case, scientific method dictates ipso facto. Keep trying. It's, it's going to happen. Become insane. It could happen. Yes. Science f- fact. Science fiction becomes science fact. Sometimes. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, let's talk about what we're watching this week, guys. I, I watched a little movie called Rapid Fire starring Brandon Lee. You ever see that one from the 90s? No. No. It's the one he did right before The Crow. And uh, it's got some good action in it. It's a terrible story. Not good at all. But Powers Booth is in it. Ooh, I like me some Powers. And uh, it's got some uh, decent stuff. It's fine. I enjoy it. It was good. Uh, Drunken Master, I rewatched that last night. I broke out the uh, the old DVD, threw it in the Blu-ray player. Uh, Super awesome movie. I've watched a ton of old school kung fu movies, and this is one of those ones where it's just like, it's streamlined. It's a great, simple story. It's easy to follow. Jackie Chan's a goddamn star. Nice. It's good stuff. I always wanted to see drunken, uh, like, kung fu. What are, you, what are they calling it? Yeah, drunken kung fu. Drunken boxing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever you want to call the style. It, the movie, uh, Drunken Master, the original from 78, is lousy with different styles. You got, you got Snake. You got Crane. Yep. You got Snake Crane <laughs> together. You got a, he does a little bit of Tiger. You got the eight drunken gods. So it's like eight different drunken things. One guy's got a flute. One guy's got yep. a pot. There's a lady who's like... Whoosh, 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 doing this stuff. Man. It's weird. Oh, it's fun. It's a fun, cool movie. Uh, so that's, those are the movies I've been watching. And then, of course, I uh, caught up all caught up on Legion. You caught up on Legion? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. You, should, should we shoot you real quick? An, an, <laughs> here I mean, goes another 15 minutes. Yeah, guys. No, 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 no. Quick minute. Quick no, minute you, on Legion. It's fine. We keep them short. Quick yeah, minute yeah. on Legion, Drew. <laughs> and then we'll just let's keep it ephemera. It's wrapped up. Legion's yeah, no, done. It's done. It did not end where I thought it would. No, I thought it was. It didn't do the thing we thought it, it was going to do. And you know what? I'm totally okay with it. I'm fine with it. I mean, at the end, it kind of hinted at it, though. At the end, it definitely you definitely got the I am Legion thing, but it never like because in the comic book each of you know each of his alter egos are very a prevalent yeah and b they have different powers yeah um which was hinted at, at the end of the first season exactly with the breakout scene yeah. and all these characters that showed up to break them out who yep. then all disappeared for subsequent seasons well not not disappear but go different ways well that one big strong guy disappeared remember yeah. that one guy that one guy yeah. he was in that one scene yeah, he's he's gone uh, I feel like this scene where young old Farouk, this sentence will make no sense to anyone who hasn't watched the show. That was fun. Old Farouk, <laughs> old Farouk shows new young Farouk. Farouk new, that, that, yeah. that was fun. That was amazing. That was, that was really good. And then when he gives him, he has his glasses and he shows him. Yeah. He's like, let me show you David's whole life. Yeah. And it shows his childhood. And then All the, of it. And then the series. Uh, I thought it was hinting at, I was like, he is the creator. Be careful of what he you is. want to destroy uh-huh. here. And I thought that's where it was going, but then it didn't go there. But I yeah. feel like it was a hint of, well, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, it kind of did. I mean, everything... Everything closed. They wrapped it up, and it all has. It wraps up nicely, and, and they can totally do whatever they want now. It's a new. It's a whole new. It's a whole new everything. It's a whole new everything. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. It is. It's fucking. I mean, my yeah. Bro, my, my bro, my bro, re- when I finished, my brother said that was stupid. He hated it. Really? <laughs> I appreciated it for what it was. My brother has low, very little patience for a lot of stuff I yeah. found. <laughs> I really. <laughs> I, I liked all the stuff with the fucking uh, the time demons and fi- the time demons were amazing. And, and Swi- Switch's arc was woo, I did not see that coming. What the fuck, man? I did not see the baby teeth thing coming. All of it. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, yeah, all of it. And she's like, I used to be. <laughs> like <laughs> what? 
so bonkers. Uh, the rules of time travel and all that stuff. Man, yeah. what a what a great show. And it, it's over. Yeah, it is. It's over. It's all done. Noah Hawley, right? So he's got that yep. movie come out, the Natalie Portman movie, Lucy in the Sky. Mm-hmm. You see the trailer for that, Steve? No. Look, it's weird. It's essentially the Sarah Novak story in a way. Okay. She's that astronaut lady who uh, was like, Oh, where she's she, she sleeping with one of her fellow astronauts. Yes, and she like the the biggest like shocking part is like where they talked about her like wearing a diaper wearing yeah. while yeah. she was driving because so she drove she didn't from Texas. Stop because she drove from Texas to here to Orlando yeah. to intercept the flight, and uh, so she wore a diaper so she wouldn't have to stop. Yeah, yeah. Cor- correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Novak. So there's this movie coming out, Lucy in the Sky, where uh, Natalie Portman plays an astronaut who is uh, all depressed. Because when she comes back to Earth, she's like, I was in space. I saw outer space. How can I just live this earthly life? And then also she's uh, sleeping with John Hamm, who's also an astronaut. And uh, and then it's like hinted at in the marketing, but not really. But it's known. People yeah. who know movies know that this is essentially the Sarah Novak okay. inspired by that. I remember movie. that happening. That yeah. was crazy. What was that? Maybe 10 years ago? Something, Something like Probably that. Maybe, maybe even longer. It's crazy because it happened here at yeah. OIA. Uh-huh. She was running in uh, at the uh, running away from the cops in the parking garage over there. And then in the trailer, there's a quick shot of Portman running in what looks like a parking garage with a wig. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, police lights behind her. And it's like in slow motion in the rain. It looks very dramatic. Uh, Noah Hawley did that. That's coming out f- under the Fox, 20th Century Fox banner. And he did the, what, the Fargo stuff too, right? And then the Fargo stuff and Legion were both on FX. Yeah. So he's been in bed with Fox for a while now. And he was going to make Doctor Doom for them. Which is, oh, dude, Fox, Nick, I mean, Disney nicks so much Fox stuff. We're going to talk about that yeah. in the second half. In the news section, Disney mm-hmm. has brought the hammer down on Fox really yeah. hard. Uh, so Noah Hawley, he didn't. Uh, someone asked him some questions recently, where his answer was like, "With Lucy in the Sky coming out now and Legion being done, um, I'm taking a, what they call. Someone told me there's this thing called a vacation. I am taking one, <laughs> and then uh, and then maybe I'll get a meeting and we can talk about Doom and see if that'll happen. But he seems to have like no faith in in his Doom movie ever happening. Which now. is fine, you know. I don't. I mean, the Doom movie was a cool idea. Hmm. I like the idea, um, but I, I I don't really want it for whatever reason. Because they haven't they haven't made a good Fantastic Four movie yet. So then you want to make a good Doctor Doom movie? I know you can't even get the basics way, right. Yeah, that's not. The I way think to it's do really it. hard to get a not cheesy looking the thing. That, yeah, you know that, what? That, Drew and that, I have sort of ar- not argued, but we've debated that where you yeah. you don't like a uh, rubber suit thing. Yeah, I like rubber suit thing. I don't. Like, it's the same people do the Hellboy fist, and see, I like at least a tangible. At least you can. That's touch fine it, with you know me. I mean? But I mean, even even the best I option mean, is still kind of. I mean, it just doesn't have that feel to it. Where you look so, at it, it and still go, doesn't look they, like a rock. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I can imagine. And the CG this is thing real. look like a CG thing. Exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. You're not, if you're not doing, you know, if you're not doing men, if you can't make it look real, you can't do men in suit. And the CG, maybe now they can do CG thing better because I mean, we just saw the Lion King, and and that's Disney stuff. And I'll tell you what, the rocks. The rocks looked real, Chris. That isn't, yeah. So you know what, Korg in the Marvel movies looks looked really good than, than the thing. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I watched a video online recently. Uh, one of these I've talked about this before. These CG artists, Steve, you would love this channel. I gotta send yeah. this to you because you'd appreciate this. Definitely. CG artists, visual effects artists, react to good and bad CG, mm-hmm. uh, and they just like break down what makes some of the CG good and what makes some of it bad. Mm. And one of the things they talk about in this latest video they put out is about this um, lighting thing that they just developed within the last five, six years 
called uh, oh and I already forgot what it's called I just watched this last night uh, but it, it essentially fixes the animation problem of having like a true f-stop reading of the light and mm-hmm. of sunlight and like really getting full actual sunlight on an animated image so that it can exist in the same plane uh, yeah you're, you'll love this Steve I'll yeah. definitely send it to you um, maybe they're using they can use that stuff that's the difference between Fantastic Four thing and Korg yeah. Thor because that, that technology is like pretty recent no. actually and lighting is usually you know because there's shadows of all like all right. that kind of yeah. stuff yeah. is yeah. like render crazy like it takes I'm sure know. yeah exactly oh well yeah this software is for sure it's being <laughs> used by like Pixar and yeah. it's like only being used by the top it's, companies it's right being now. used in Disney and guess what fucking yeah. So we're we're already in the machine. Let's, let's which, go. Let's do this. Which, by the way, in Premiere, it's funny. Like when I when I go to export something, you know, and it has yeah. the different files you can use. Yeah, there is such a thing as a Pixar file. Oh, really? Like yeah, that you would save if you were doing work for Pixar animation. I, I imagine or whatever. Yeah. But and interesting. I've always wanted to like use it just to see what it does. You do it, and then your computer it starts shaking, and then it blows. <laughs> like you are not Pixar. Like oh god damn it, it knew. How did it know? My desk know. lamp runs over and just like starts jumping on my computer monitor. <laughs> oh, I should not Mi- have selected that option. Mickey Mouse comes out of the screen. He's like, "What's up, buddy?" What, what, was, what was interesting <laughs> to me face. though is you trying to use my format, buddy. Hey there, you little faggot. I, hey, buddy, trying to use my. Trying to use what my are you doing? Hey, I want to know what those differences are because usually, like you know, there's After Effects files and there's Photoshop files. Sure, sure. So like, I know exactly what all that means, but when I look at Pixar, I'm like, what specifically? You is know, it, why? is it that makes it to what? why you can't have other types of files? Right. Yeah. Why do it's, they it's need this file? It's proprietary, bro. It is proprietary. proprietary. But then why do you have access to it? It's it's like it's like yeah. because you're paying for the. It's the like why are Mac files all? Why did you, Mac files used to be so weird? Well, people if yeah you, people don't realize most Steve files. Steve Jobs was a pretentious asshole. That's why so a lot Mac of files must be different. Yeah, a lot of files are proprietary. It's like H two six four. Don't know what you're talking about. Oh, H oh H yeah H two six four yeah I know H two six four. Okay, yeah, I totally yeah, thought this that, was that's a swine flu virus. More common knowledge China, than right? it ended up being. No, <laughs> the not swi- common knowledge at all. See the, the swine flu H two six four virus that hit in 2017. H two six four is what is primarily used for YouTube. Yeah, it's quick. It's quick time. Oh, quick time. Oh, you can just say quick time. Well, because H two four is more. Sweet. It doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> I was about to like go into a thing. Well, it's a little different because well, mm-hmm. well, actually, uh, <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you shouldn't. But the thing is, that's proprietary <laughs> to the point where there were different larger companies that were going. We can't put it out in QuickTime using H two six four because technically we can't. Like we're using somebody's technology. It's completely proprietary. Uh. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that kind of like, you remember that guy that like, uh, patented basically like the idea of podcasts. Sure. And so then, he claims that he owns and then he everything as a yeah. patent trolls try to sue everyone. Right. For, it's like right. that. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That whole kind of murkiness, the invention of formats and things like yeah. that. I understand that. Uh, okay, we had our Legion freak out. It's an amazing show. People should oh, watch it. No, it's over now. People watch it. Yeah, no, seriously. It's only three seasons. Steve, it's only three seasons. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Watch Se- it season one is some weird psychological nonsense. Yep. See, season two, things just ramp up and get crazy. And then season three may be perfect. And se- season season three starts as this... It, it's just so weird and fucking hallucinatory it's and so just good. fucking it's so different from what a TV show can bonkers. be. I, I've said this before, but if, but if it wasn't like between Mr. Robot and and Steve will hate this between Mr. Robot and Twin Peaks to Return, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't care. I, 
like these are the most inventive, different types crazy. of TV shows yeah. ever made. You know, in, I, in, in I, I will ways. I will agree with that. Even though I don't care for it, it is very very different. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, and I'm not even saying that facetiously like it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's I, just that it's, but yeah, it is. It's very, like, here's something that you haven't seen before. Yeah. And yeah. if you and if do. you like it, this may be the only thing like in this you know that feels like dude. this and then you may have a reaction like dude, dude, like you like, oh, this dude, is horrible dude, see, season three of legion the, the weird fucking pig monster that fucking has smoke coming out of its tits Look, what the fuck dude. Dude. yeah definitely have to watch this dude, <laughs> what, what the what is, fuck what is this thing and then there are things that happen like, was well, this going to get explained? No. Just take context clues for what they are and, and fill in the gaps, yeah. buddy. Because this pretty much like what we were talking about. <laughs> pretty much what we were talking about recently on uh, about uh, with Lost, where it's like there are things yeah. that like you, yeah. you send off in a, in a direction that like it doesn't go anywhere. Nope. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, 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 you're just filling in a little bit of color here is really what's going on. Don't exactly. expect it to actually go down a road. No. It's just so you can have an idea of the craziness. That um, is possible in this universe. Two in season three. I'll go ahead and say this. Not spoiler. This is just good. Good marketing. Two full episodes featuring Professor X, yeah. but in a way that you've never seen Professor X. Before. Oh yeah, no yeah, yeah. standing up. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. okay, but they had him standing in. Um, no, they did. They had him standing up. That was class, just a poor right. joke. Yeah. yeah, they did the thing where they gave him an injection. It was like I, I can I can suppress my powers. It was like oh. no, god damn it. Uh, shave your head and get in a wheelchair already, McAvoy. No. Um, so Legion Succession you watched yes. whilst under pain yeah, yeah I watched Succession Succession was good you, it was in your email you mentioned one, uh, one cut of the dead yeah, one cut of the you dead. enjoyed Succession watched anything that. else you, that you didn't mention the email since you've come back since you've watched anything I watched the second episode of The Boys oh, I still need to watch The Boys it's a lot of fun yeah I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it I need, I need it to now. check that one out alright that's that a lot of fun okay alright cool alright Steve what you watching buddy uh, I watched uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yes, yeah, did you enjoy it? Yes. Um, I'm not done with it yet, but <laughs> <laughs> right, but <laughs> but I'm loving the hell out of it. And by the way, the only reason I'm not done with it yet is I watched it late at night one night. She's not a Spider-Man fan, mm-hmm. and so like one night she fell asleep earlier than usual, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check that out. Throw you it know? on. Yeah, and so but I mean like I my tiredness kicked in. You yeah, know? it happens. So yeah. I think I'm about halfway through. I love it. It's a it's wild. Great cool movie yeah it really is how far what's the last thing you remember that happened in the movie oh god have, have, have you have you been introduced to all the spider-man yet not yet okay. we, have, we haven't gotten to the multiverse multiverse part of it yet um it's we're, we're to the second the, half goes into another yeah. gear yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> because i was gonna say what i've basically it's still he's trying to grasp like oh holy crap like he knows his powers, yeah. he knows yeah. it's a multiverse yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but like at the same time though he's Trying to wrap his head around that. Yeah. Uh, you already had the, uh, and he still gets stuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you already had the Green Goblin fight with the with the machine and all that stuff. I don't think and so. No, no, that's all the very end. No, no, I mean with the um, with the original Spider Man with the Chris Pine Spider Man. No, I don't, I don't think, that was I don't Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah. The, the blue-eyed one in the beginning. I did not realize that. Uh-huh. Yeah, this gear's fine. Yeah. All, the, all great, the, great, great voice cast. The voice cast the in that movie is fucking... I mean, Chris Pine's that one. Uh, what, Nick Cage, Nick Cage is, pops is, is Spider-Man noir. Yeah. Uh, John, John, John Mulaney's fucking Spider-Pig. Yep. It's fucking insane. Dude, it's hilarious. It's so I great. love John uh, Lily Tomlin is Aunt May. Yeah. Uh, who is Gwen? I don't know who Gwen Stacy is. I forget. That's Haley Stein. Haley Steinfeld. Who, is Spider Gwen? Uh, yeah, she made her big uh, debut with the True Grit remake. Yeah, which, which itself is now like 
fucking 10 years old. Time. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn time. Won't stop. So, that was so good. So good. I loved it. It's a fantastic movie. I won awards and stuff, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. Um, and that's something that takes me a while to watch. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because it's kind of... I mean, it's... What? It's a slow burn western. It's, 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 it's yeah. a western, and yeah. like that's like not my thing. So like you know how like it takes you forever to watch a movie of a certain genre because you sure. rarely watch that genre. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Even if you know you're gonna like it, it it's, takes longer. And, and that's a slower. It's on the slower end. Yeah, yeah it's not like a Young Guns or type no. of thing where it's yeah. like whoosh, whoosh, it's, it's, the it's, cracking jokes. Yeah, it's, it's slower western. Um, I mean, not, not quite as slow as Slow West, but that I mean, it's called it's Slow West. It's, it's got slow in the title, man. It's called Slow West, so, so and they do that it, one it, thing, it, like it is what it is. Slow West will always have my love because there's a scene where a guy gets shot and then he hits a wall and then a bunch of a, a, a jar of salt tips over and lands right onto his wound. He's oh, like, nice. oh. <laughs> like, man, things are not going well for this guy. It's hilarious. Things are not going well for him. Uh, <laughs> like, ice cubes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are halfway through Spider Verse. Anything else you want to throw out there for people? Uh, I don't think so. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna enjoy the rest of it. If you're no, liking, it, if you're liking it now, uh huh, you're gonna enjoy the rest. The, I mean, the, the animation is just. It oh, looks unlike anything else. It looks it looks like it's a mix of something. Dude, yeah. Just, yeah. just wait until yeah. the end. The, the yeah. final fucking. Oh yeah, big... the, the animation at the end goes over the rails, uh, <laughs> off the rails. I saw that on his advice. I went back to the movie. I and saw, saw it in three D. Because he was like, because oh. he was like, the three is incredible. I was like, really? I yeah. saw it back and saw it. And the uh, what they do with what's the the character. Green the, I love what they do with the Creeper, Crawler. All, dude, the, what did they do with the Green Goblins? Fucking bonkers. The Green Goblins, crazy. The um, the guy who is Kingpin's henchman, he's, yeah. a, he's an established B-villain. Yeah. Crawler? I forget. What they do with his character, the, the purple guy yeah. with, with the claws, the, mm-hmm. the, how they work his character in, yeah. and everything. Oh, man. The Prowler. Prowler, thank you, Drew. Yes. Thank you, Prowler. It took me a second. The so, way they work Prowler in is, yeah. is amazing. I think it's fantastic. So far, the only like super villain that I've seen is uh, uh, Doc Ock. I mean, you see, yes, Doc Ock, yeah, the you, you see you all mean of them. Olivia, which, Olivia Octavius, yeah, <laughs> which I loved. The um, my friends call me Liv. Yeah. <laughs> like the the tentacles, you know, like so cool. they did such a great job. Yeah, like, crazy, it, like it's two, a different one. Uh, that's yeah. another it's thing that's really easy to biomechanical look stupid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, you really have to plan like, out and make sure. Like, I would love know. to see the evolution of the the production art. Like, oh, we the, here are the twenty different tentacle designs we came up with Lord before M- we landed on this one. Lord Miller, yeah, only exactly. Does, yeah, Lord yeah. Miller only does the best. Chris, Lord Miller is amazing. Team Lord Miller, man. They uh, <laughs> they produced it. Uh, Lord co-wrote it, and uh, man, I'm, they want a fucking Oscar with it. Chris. I want more. I want more. I want another Spider Verse. I'll, you, you, I'll forget you, it. Just go watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs if you want more animated Lord Miller. You ever see Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I did. That's a fantastic oh, Which is funny. It was. It's one of those movies that I was... It's very unlikely that I would have seen it. I can't remember. I was somewhere where it was different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where it made sense to watch whatever there was. Sure, you were... Maybe like you were a plane. With, uh, I wasn't on a plane, but perfect example no, would be a plane. That would be a good example. Yeah. I can't remember... I just remember seeing the trailer and be like, this looks interesting. I saw... I, and like, we gotta go a, see it this. It looks bonkers. Yeah. The scene where the fucking monkey rips out the gummy bear's heart and fucking eats it, yeah. right then and there, I was like, I am fucking sold on this movie. <laughs> the monkey, the monkey, voiced by Neil Patrick Harris was a robot voice, yeah. so it's like, why do you even bother getting Neil Patrick Harris for it? Uh, <laughs> I remember when the movie started, and then it said a film by, and usually that's like a film by Robert yeah. Rodriguez, to Lord yeah. Miller. No, no, it said a film by um, 
a lot of people or everyone. It's yeah. not a film by like it acknowledged that like no, it wasn't just one person. Like a bunch this. of people worked on it. Like this. this is a huge team. So this is yeah. a film by like a whole team. I was like, oh, this is an interesting opening credit. Yeah. And then the movie started. It's like, oh, I think I feel like this movie is a little more special than your average animated fair. Mm. Turns out then we learn about mm-hmm. Lord Phil Lord and Chris Miller are Chris. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Lord Miller. We just called Lord Miller. Yeah, that's the Lord Miller. That, that actually reminds me of, um, uh, was it um, Assassin's Creed? Um, the video game. Which, which, which um, well, no, I mean, which, who's the developer for that again? Ubisoft? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I like that in the, like, when, whenever you play one of their games. Oh, yeah. You know, it has that, like, you know, this was created by a team of, uh, like multicultural, multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-religious. Uh, wow! Yeah, so they basically say Work like everybody on our team has different religions, different you know, and maybe because it works so it, it well, deals with religions. Well, no, here's so the thing. To, well, no, exactly because when when the game the nice Templar and all that stuff. When, yeah. When the game started, the first one, a you're so it's an American game. Yeah. So a you're dealing with the religious war between Christians and Muslims. Yeah. So you have to be sensitive to that. Yeah. You also have to be sensitive to the fact that it's post 9-11 mm-hmm. and you have, you're basically in the middle of Arabia. Like mm. your entire game is yeah. being right there. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, you know, conscious of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. And, and the fucking, the te- all the Templar with all the, all the religious stuff. They yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They had to be very sensitive yeah. when making that game. Oh, wow. So that was one of the big things. Yeah. And so it, like, listen, this is a bunch of straight white dudes from fucking, yeah. you know, from England we're, making we're, this. We're, and not, now we're not the Game of Thrones guys trying to make a confederacy <laughs> movie. Exactly. And now it's on all of their games. Interesting. Yeah. All I right. thought that was really, really cool. And I think the coolest part of it too was yeah. that, again, the first time they did it was the first yeah. Assassin's Creed. Now, like, lately, and when I say lately, the last eh, four or five years, you know how, like, it's uh, things have kind of ramped up as, as as far as, like, uh, different rights and different... Different rights, yeah. different left, like, different it, centers. It's really risen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know how when that rises like that, then companies, you know, will say, make a commercial or something, and people, you know, like... Be like, it, we're it, sensitive. Yeah, and people, will be, you. and people will be like, that's not genuine, which it's... Sometimes is, yeah. sometimes not. But, I mean, remember how old Assassin's Creed was? Oh, that's, yeah. like, they weren't pressured, you know what I mean? That's like, true. into doing anything like that. There was nothing like it that. It started, what, 2004, I mean, it, it existed, obviously, like but you know yeah. what I mean. But it, but it is different. They were it, was, it was it not a like pressure cooker like it is now. Correct. And they felt the need to do that at that time. I loved it. That's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. Really, I had no idea. Uh, I've known about the games uh, for years, obviously, but I never actually played them, so I definitely didn't know about the credits and that kind of thing. So that's very cool. If you ever do the best one, it's the, the pirate one where you have your shit. Is that, that your one. favorite one, Drew? Which one's your favorite? Because he's played uh, most of them. Uh, my favorite. Favorite? Isn't there a Spanish one. Inquisition one? No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> no, man. No, no Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> no, man. No. What are they waiting for? Actually, I mean, I what you just like, quoted is the only thing I know about, about the, the Spanish, Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. <laughs> oh, I like it. Sucked, dude. Yeah, it, it, it was, was not a good time. It no. was not a good time. It's re- <laughs> Spaniards were fucking up. <laughs> re- re- religious oppression, not in the way you think. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, uh, that's back when church and state so was, were still together. Is there one you like uh, more than the pirates one? Well, anyone of the Ezio trilogy. So like two, three, okay. and four. Yeah. So because I like old Assassin's Creed when you're mostly like in the cities, running around, jumping off of buildings, and this, that, yeah. the other. Like I think my favorite part of all the Assassin's Creed games ever was like a 15 minute sequence and like the second or third one mm-hmm. where you're playing a Desmond and you're basically running through 
a city nowadays. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you're jumping off this, jumping off that, but you're in the modern time. And it's the only time like you've ever done that in Assassin's Creed. We get into a modern city. Yeah. Interesting. That, that is, is interesting. I haven't played that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. So, some Assassin's Creed talk. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's take a break. I need a, my be- be- beverages. Beverage is empty. My bladder is full, so we got to empty one, refill the other. You guys take a guess what that's going to be, and then uh, Drew's probably going to smoke a cigarette because mm-hmm. I was saying he has a suicide wish. Wish wants to die of Correct. cancer. Yes, you, you probably could do some vaping. Soon. You, got yeah. some you got your lightsaber in your hand. Mm, yes, mm. yeah, vape, vape, you will. <laughs> Um, vape must mm, yes mine my vape uh, and then we'll be back with the second half of the show we got I got hey, a bunch of movie news maybe stories. the Patreon uh, troll can start vaping oh the Patreon troll the Patreon troll has been silent for a couple of weeks I wish man. he was dead I, 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 I know you wish dead. he was dead you yeah. wish he was dead maybe he's dead underneath the bridge you know what we'll check in on him and we'll see maybe he'll come <laughs> back next week Drew I hope not and if he comes back just for you I'll let you know I, I hope not I hope his corpse is currently rotting in the river <laughs> we'll, we'll find out what happens to the Patreon troll in a week or two uh, but no, we're going to take a break here, and then we'll be back with the second half. I got movie news stories. Uh, I got some plugs. I think we have an email. Let me check. And then, uh, is there anything else? I think, I think that's about it. No, no crazy food stuff. The whole food run is done. That was a lot of fun. That was a good four, four or five weeks of food stuff. Mm-hmm. Two of them, essentially, uh, off-cuts promos. Essentially, no. all <laughs> People listen to off-cuts. It's a fun show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fias, Fias, Kara on. Dude, uh, he has got to take pictures with his bag on his head because he's like the unknown food critic. He doesn't oh, want people to know his face. I, my favorite studio picture ever. Yeah, it's a great picture. Everyone's, everyone's got bags on their heads. It's great. It's like, this is confusing. Is this supposed to be a horror? <laughs> it's a food podcast. <laughs> Looks like a bunch of... Uh, actually, there's a movie called Backhead. You ever seen Backhead? No. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. wow. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I was thinking it was like a budget uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Kind of. Like, <laughs> low budget. Same thing. Same thing. A little bit. Okay. Like I said, break time. We'll be back. Here we go. Trevor? Yeah. This guy called Trey Trevor what that one time. Yep. And he'll never he'll never let it go. <laughs> yeah. Trey will never let it go. <laughs> Which is funny because I mean like it's not even like I'd known it's not that far off. I had also. known him. I I've already had known him for a long time. Known for a few years already. Like, yeah, it wasn't like I called him the right name the first week I knew him and then by day 10 I accidentally called him that. Like no, I knew I know him very well. But then you're like Trevor. What's up Trevor? <laughs> Trey Trevor. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Stan. <laughs> We got Stan at you over here and uh, yeah. hanging out with us. And Drew, you missed it last week. Trey showed up. Uh-huh. 
I, he was like, I ain't showing up empty-handed. And I'm like, man, you the best, buddy. No. So why, how about you bring a drink in a week? I'm yeah. a vodka guy. Bring a drink in a week. He's like, I got you. He showed up with like, I'm not joking, three bags worth of shit. Yeah. So Big fucking bags. Drinks of the week? One drink. Yeah. Blackberry sage lemonade, which it, was made with vodka. It was Homemade nuts. blackberry sage, so simple syrup. Yeah, and uh, man, he brought so much gear to like make have portable. Oh stuff. yeah, he brought a shaker and like it was wild. <laughs> he left the thing here. I gotta give it back to him next time I see him. Is he is he a, an aspiring mixologist? He he knows what he's doing. He's having a good time. Yeah, he definitely does. And we had a, there were nice refreshing beverages that we enjoyed with our show. We made we mixed and poured one for you. I wasn't here. Put it in the fridge. No, gone. And then I drank it. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. good. It was a good okay. stuff. You missed our charcuterie board. I, I I curated charcuterie board you told myself. Me about it, yep. I told you about it off mic. Uh, what was your favorite part, Steve? Was um, the, the, the that, Cheetos? That thing I ate all of. Oh wait, no, that was a different one. That, that was, was when that was one. when Amy Drew was in. That was, yeah, you ate all of the uh, like those Israeli pizza snacks or something, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> some crazy the Beasley pizza snackies. <laughs> uh, what we did, we did the Cheetos and the corn nuts and the, yeah, the Cheetos looked like it had. Uh, pepper on it yes like no they're but like, i mean like they're just, like they're like black flat regular black like yes. pepper like it didn't look like you know what it was it, i thought that was funny it was you know? good stuff yeah because it was like just the same amount that i would put on like mashed potatoes we had we had uh trash snacks for our trash show okay. yeah. times. trey was here it was, we had fun we it missed, was trashy well we missed you drew and you're back uh you already said for instagram people can find you there where anti-hero 419 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow at your Chicago on Twitter. It's Fo- not me. Also follow you on Facebook. You'll be friends with everyone. N- only if I've met you face to face. Or if they listen to the show and have never met you. No, or if I've met you face to face. It's the only way it's the only way to get in my right, Facebook. That, that way, or if they've never met you, you don't know them and then but they still want to be your friend. Nope, not gonna happen. Right. Okay, very cool. Uh, see where can people find you online? Ah, uh, you can uh, Google search Steve Etchy, and all my personal information comes up, like all my social media. Yep. Uh, with the exception of my email address, which is steve.etchy at gmail.com. Ron said he emailed you. You said Ron, you told me Ron. He did, yeah, right? Ron did email me yeah, Ron. a while back. All right, Ron. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Of anybody that could have emailed me, I'm glad it was him. Of course he's going to email you. Yeah. And then you got to sit there for like 10 minutes and try to decipher it because it's like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got he he snuck an email in just in time for today's show so we'll read that in a couple yeah. of minutes but before, before we do that plugs for uh the show overall we got the patreon.com slash crespity so the last two weeks we released uh steve what we did drew and i sat down separately and mm-hmm. rewatched. we're rewatching movies from our youths and from ah. our, our favorite movies from growing up, or rewatching them to see how they hold up, but we're really going deep on them. We did an episode on Die Hard 2. Okay. Then we did an episode on Robocop. Those are our last two weeks. I highly recommend people checking them out at patreon.com slash custody. So uh, we're going to do The Crow next. Yeah, that's, that'll be coming out in a couple weeks. Nice. We're going to do a whole episode on The Crow. I was actually thinking even younger, up. and I was like, man, it's, it's kind of hard for me like thinking about that because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, almost all of them would be different to me because I when I was a kid I was scared of like everything. Sure. So like ET freaked me out. The Ooh, Goonies, the Goonies freaked me Goonies, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons freaked <laughs> <Yeah>. me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that gets to laugh. Yeah. That's a great. It's <laughs> a great effect. Uh, yeah. Giant Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, so and you know, when you're a kid, it's different. You get that 
weird feeling. It's almost like the adult version of shame is what you feel sure. for some reason when you're uncomfortable because you don't understand what's happening. Sure, and it's yeah, just, yeah. it's it, it hurts your stomach. That's it's like just, when oh. I was, what's fourth grade? I was uh, nine years old. It's like when I was nine years old, I yeah. saw Basic Instinct. I was like, I don't know. Holy I don't, crap. I don't think I should be watching this, but I like, <laughs> but I like it. The first, what do you remember the first uh, movie you saw in theater, R-rated movie you saw in theaters? Speed. Oh my god, me too! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag me too! Yeah, 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 dude. Hell yeah! Yeah, well, that's what, yeah. That's for sure the first one I remember seeing. Uh, 94, I was like 12 years old. I went with my cousin, who was like one year younger than me. And that was our first time going to see an R-rated movie by ourselves. And uh, we saw Speed. Yeah, that was great. I saw it with my dad. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. For yeah. Our, why, why didn't anyone else go to see it? It was a good movie. Why didn't anyone else go to Speed with it us? It was. Because, I mean, there was some... I saw it. As a 12-year-old. You saw it. You saw yeah. it. We weren't living together. If no. I think <laughs> if, the, if they had cleaned up some of the language, I mean... Honestly, because like, see, I was gonna say it could have gone to PG thirteen because really yeah. there wasn't that much violence, no. and it's not bloody, and it's not. No. I was gonna say it's not gory at all, and there ain't no titties. Uh, no. no titties, ain't no sex. Yeah, no. You know, so yeah, it could have easily been a PG thirteen. Oh film. yeah, it just they said fuck more than once, so yeah. they can't. You know. drop, in a movie like that, though, in that kind of situation, you would be under stress, and people would be like, "Fuck!" Yeah. yeah. Of course, one of the funniest moments in that movie happened because of a curse word. If you guys remember when he was like looking under the bus, and he had the 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 tourist like hold his phone or whatever yeah. to relay information, yeah. he goes, "Fuck me!" Yeah. And he goes, "Uh, he's oh like, darn!" He's like, oh, <laughs> darn. "Oh darn!" That guy who says, "Oh darn," is uh, Alan Ruck. Uh, I like him a lot. He was the the friend in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's the one yep. who does yep. that. He calls in as a dad. He's like Rudy. It's like oh, I'll meet you outside. Well, he was uh, he was in Secession as well. Is he? Yeah. He plays. He That's plays. Awesome. One of, he plays one of Brian Cox's kids. That's a reason to watch a show. Alan Ruck, right there. I saw him uh, live production of uh, the producers. Mel Brooks, the producer. Nice. In the get this, get this in the Matthew Broderick role. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So it comes back. How interesting is that? How right? It's uh, it was a couple (laughs) years after Broderick did it on Broadway when they filmed. It was the touring production. Came here to Orlando. Just like two thousand four, two thousand four, and Alan Ruck was a. was that role? Of yeah, I love stuff like that. It, yeah. it kind of reminds me of. Uh, do you remember? Um, the, oh God, what's his name? Uh, he's a stand-up comedian. He plays Dete- Bobcat Goldthwait. No, he plays Detective Munch on. Um, oh, um, SVU. Uh, uh, Belzer. Yes, Richard mm-hmm. Belzer. Yeah. Okay. Um, did Munch, you know he came up with that? <laughs> he came up with that character, Detective Munch, and had actually used it in two other projects, oh. two or three, before using it in SVU. That's very funny. But then before SVU, actually, he was on Homicide Life on the mm-hmm. Street, right? Yeah, and I, I believe he was Detective Munch. He was Munch. Yep. And, yeah. and then he quote transferred to New York. And then, they, then they had a crossover event. No, they did the crossover first. Okay. The crossover first, and they're like, "This Munch guy can exist in our world as well." Yeah. All right, here we go. And then they so he hired keeps him using to be in SVU. Which is so funny. He, Richard Belzer, had a talk show. I did not know that. Back in his stand-up comedy days. Yeah. He had a New York City shot talk show. It was a late night show. And when you think early 80s talk shows, like that old Letterman type shit, like that's exactly what it was. And he had, it was to promote WrestleMania 1, the one with uh, Mr. T, right? He had Hulk Hogan on. And um, back in the day, early '80s, this is when they're trying to be like, "No, wrestling is real." Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And then, yeah. they, and they full on have like investigative news reporters being like, "We think yeah. wrestling is fake. We're gonna go deep dive on professional wrestling." And see, if it's why fake. do you have to do a deep dive? <laughs> 
back well, back then know. it was such a closely guarded secret you know yeah. it was not really nah. <laughs> like it was it was but it wasn't if you go to certain parts of the country it was like it's still real to me that fat guy it's real to me yeah but People i mean to wanna, me it's like when you're to be real. when you're stomping your foot on the ground as you punch you're not doing shit. No, like, no. No one, people don't notice that, No, man. exactly. Some people, I mean. But it's lot. so bad and obvious. I know. Yeah, but people don't, they're caught in the spectacle. Yeah. They're caught in, and it's a type of thing. They want to like, believe. You guys are saying it's so obvious, right? Yeah. I, I got two things to say about that. First off, it's almost like with magic, where people do magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they do something in a way that, like, you would think it's so obvious or whatever. Well, once but you then, realize what the trick is. But you're not paying attention yeah. to it, right? Yeah. Then once you realize the trick. Misdirection. Oh, it's so dumb. Yeah. You get it all the time. Also, um, there's a story about Owen Hart doing a, a match one night, like a house match. I wasn't on TV, and people were talking about how, not just one night, he would do this sometimes, where if he was bored mm-hmm. during the match, he would go out there, and he would be purposefully bad. He would like be very exaggerated, huge steps, swinging his arms around, and all the wrestlers watching in the back on closed-circuit TV, because everything was still being filmed, mm-hmm. uh, for like a home video and stuff like that, they were laughing their asses off. Because like, <laughs> look at Owen Hart acting like a clown out there. Yeah. But the people in the crowd were fine because they were just watching a dude wrestle and yeah. they were just there for it they're like oh, just, just his own heart doing his own heart thing you know yeah um so there's a weird suspension of disbelief people bring to it already in the 80s the further you go back the stronger that suspension is yeah so hogan is on belzer's show to promote wrestlemania and um every time this always happens where he's like show me a hole do this do that and wrestlers gotta like kind of put something on just a little extra just to to be like you know trying to make it seem real so Belzer's like put me in a hold I don't know how far they talk this out but he puts him in a front headlock so he gets his arm right under his throat and he passed him out he flexes and passes his ass out and then he lets go Belzer hits the ground this is on YouTube you can find this Belzer hits the ground for a second it's in front of a live audience small Uh live audience hits the ground he's on the ground for maybe a second and then he right back up pops up and uh, and he looks right at the camera, mm. and he goes, "We'll be right back after this commercial break." Like something just kicked this. Like yeah. we're right back. Blah 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 blah. In Hogan's autobiography, he says at this point when he pops up, he can see the back of Belzer's head because it's behind him, and he just sees blood splurting out of the back of his head <laughs> because he hit the ground and yeah. he just blew his head open. Yeah. And uh, long story short, Richard <laughs> Belzer now lives in the house that he calls Shea Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that is not yeah. that's it's funny yeah but, but it's, it's not for real yeah. but it's not a joke that's yeah. like that's really for real he yeah. sued him he got the money Shea Hogan is his house now oh well, my not, god well, that's, he, the name, that's the name of his house he, he didn't sue well, Hogan he, I'm he, sure he sued Hogan and Vince he sued whoever he sued whoever he sued the companies he sued everyone yeah. insurance companies he got his money yeah. he's been he set for life thanks to Hogan dropping him on his fucking yeah. head on his own show uh, <laughs> similar thing happened <laughs> This guy, I, is it Stossel? I can't remember who it is. But someone went backstage to a WWF event early 80s to interview people mm. and to ask him about um, faking things. Mm-hmm. So they walk up to this guy who his nickname, his wrestling name was Dr. Death. Do not fuck with a guy whose name is Dr. No. Death. <laughs> All right, so he walks up to Dr. Death and he, is like, he has the mic in his hand. It's on camera. They're filming everything. It's for like 60 Minutes or ABC yeah. News or something. And he's like, uh, you know, is wrestling, is wrestling fake? Is this fake? People say it's fake. Is it fake? This guy's a giant. You fucking He goes, me. you think this is fake? You tell me. Open hand smacks him right on the side of the head. Just like, bow. Yeah. Hits him right on the ear. Uh, pops his eardrum. Permanently damaged his oh, hearing. He gets sued. WWF gets sued. He gets fired. This dude gets all sorts of money. All in the name of trying to keep the, the, the aura yeah. of yeah. this is real. Like, people got well, legit no, hurt. He, well, here is the thing. Like, is wrestling real or not? 
Yes, it is. Now we understand. It, yeah. Now we have it, the agreement. It, it's yes and no. Now we have. Yeah. Yes. Explain the social agreement, Drew. So we we know that the outcome is a predetermined. Yes. And B, a lot of the moves a are choreographed. I mean, there is some leeway in how they do things. And there I'm, is some improv involved. And, and I'm sure they talk to each other as best they can about throughout it. Throughout the match, yes. Throughout the match. Beforehand like, and during, yes. But yes, it is real. Like, if these people were in actual fights, like, they they probably, I mean, not MMA style, but they can hurt a layperson. Yeah. Like, very easily. Yeah, I wouldn't try to fight a wrestler. No. Yeah. At all. No, because they're still, a lot of them are still trained in athletics. And, yeah. Uh, they're all built. I mean, if and, they if you still get open hand slapped by a fucking 500 pound behemoth, it's going yeah. to rock your world. Dude, that's yeah. that guy. <laughs> Is it Jim Stossel? Is and, he if he, and if he decides to pick you up and give you a German suplex for real. <laughs> Want to throw you out of a ring? You are dead. On to some people? Dude. Wrestling's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, a, it's a social contract yes. now where it's like, okay, look, we know you guys are faking it. We also know it's dangerous. You guys are all, it's athletes getting yeah. hurt. So I was going to say. We're all, we're all cool. We're yeah. All cool. We I, 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 I like, I hate on wrestling a lot, but at the same time, exactly. Like, they're, they go through a lot. Like, yeah. do people die doing you that can't, shit? You, can, you can't, just, heart, you, you can't just watch them do that and be like, I could do that. No. No. But it's really, it was the <laughs> whole like. You can do some gimmicks on all of them. You, no, yeah. You want to watch people, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to watch people fail at wrestling? Watch the old, you guys remember Backyard Wrestling? Backyard, oh yeah. Do you guys remember backyard wrestling? I, that, I, that I is, lived it a couple times. That, that is nothing but a bunch of Midwest kids hurting themselves for real, quote unquote, wrestling. And Northeast kids. Yeah, uh, wrestling was super popular in the Northeast. Yeah, you know it's wrestling. It's ridiculous. And I haven't liked it in years. I still try to watch it. Mm. My brother watches it. The current WWE they put on. He explains to me a storyline or a thing they're doing. I'm like, Whatever. That's, I'm like that sounds so bad. It sounds so stupid. It is. The storylines are awful. Yeah, they're so terrible. But I miss back in the day. But when I was in high school, you I liked. The best. Was it just better back then, or was I just a younger, dumber guy? Well, you know? I think like around the time of Hulk Hogan and everything, like that was. was if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that like the golden age? Uh, I, I always ways, thought it was. There's, two, there's a couple golden. Because you got ages. Andre the Giant. Yes, there's a couple. So Hulk you have Hogan. Well, that, like, you have not, the invention of WrestleMania. That's not the golden age. I think that's there's more two. like the quote unquote classical era. Uh, like, okay, like that. That classic golden age. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then you have these where uh, it's Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Wars, right? Competing companies, yeah. you get that uh, was dude. There's a lot for, of good uh, stuff going on. Variety there. in the market. Yeah. You got WWF secretly subsidizing ECW and using them as a farm league. No one knows that. No. Uh, that I just I just learned about that like a, a year ago. I was like, what? <laughs> you just blew my 16 year old. It, it mind. makes perfect sense. It, from, and back, yeah. but now it makes so much sense. Uh, oh, now I get. It. That's why the <laughs> yeah. oh business for you. <laughs> you know? Oh yes. Yeah, which a 16-year-old would no. not have yeah, any no. idea. No, I, yeah. I saw much more. When I was 16, I saw ECW, and they were using, like, barbed wire matches and stuff. Jesus. And I, was, I was like, no, this is real. This is real wrestling. Well, and, no, <laughs> like, exactly. This is real underground shit. And in all reality, <laughs> they're not faking this. It wasn't really real wrestling. It was just a different style. Like, more, that it stuff was, was a, going on. That was stuff a different was, style I had never seen before. That stuff yeah. was going on in Japan well before ECW was over that, here. That's, yeah. that you got the influence from there. They're, they're already doing death matches. Yeah. Uh, the Cactus Jack already fought Terry Funk in the exploding death match. <laughs> By this point, Terry Funk had already been on Roadhouse and, and over the top. It's yeah. like this whole world existed, and I was we, just we learning just about know, it yeah. and be like, "Oh, this is the real shit." <laughs> I, I this will. Is it. I will say too, though, it's one of those events that even if you're not a fan of wrestling, mm-hmm. um, it's just such a unique thing to go to. You know what I mean? Like that. If you get tickets I, to it, I don't sell them. Fucking go. It's go. A, it's. A, I went to a TNA match. 
I went with um, when it was over here at Universal. At Universal, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went with Chico and Darkness. That makes yeah. so much sense. <laughs> that is so on brand. And and again, like I'm I'm not a fan at all. But and I had so much fun. It fun was lives. it was really cool. The the coolest thing I think that happened was that um they because you know they had female wrestlers and stuff and sometimes. Yeah wrestlers uh manly and female are there even if they're not you know wrestling that night or whatever mm-hmm. so like i'm sitting in the stands and i keep looking at this same woman like what in the because she's got like a sequin dress on like real flashy real she, she's standing out for a reason yeah yeah and but i'm i'm going man she's overdressed like, <laughs> like I, I it did not occur to me and finally she kept saying that i kept looking at her or whatever and came over she's like hey how are you like she's nice about it like not like oh he's creepy yeah yeah, yeah. you know and um and i told her i go you you dressed really formal. <laughs> she goes, "I'm a wrestler," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Saying thank you so much, I'm like, "That's why I kept staring." <laughs> That's so funny. And she laughed like she was a good sport about it and laughed about it. I yeah. talked to her for like five minutes. She was really cool. I don't remember what her name was, but I was like, "That's she's cool. I like." Or you know, she could be like on a Monday Night Raw now on a weekly basis. Yeah, like, and I have I, no idea. Yeah, it's so cool. yeah. A lot of people do come through the yeah. CNA here. When I go do Arugas, people can see me do trivia at Arugas. Uh, it's a restaurant, sports bar and grill on 436, right next to Full Sail University. Ah. All right, it's practically on the campus, this place. People can come to that show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the half price. Full Sail University. The Full Sail University. <laughs> the one and only. The one and only, for real. Advertise around the country. People come from around the country uh-huh. to, uh, to, to go there. Oh, if you do any type of, uh, uh, like, Insider mag, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly, yes, um, yes. yeah, yeah, for like audio or video or sale. whatever. Oh yeah, get a guitar world magazine. It's in the back there. We're recording yep. full stuff. I'm pretty um, sure it's in the front of every Game Informer that I've ever got. In Game Informers, yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, that's per- perfect because yeah. they, well, it's all those industries. Um, they do NXT uh, shows there for WWE. Okay, and now like, I've, I've seen those shirts. Yeah, and I am there. Uh, Every Thursday to do trivia at 8 p.m., half price apps and drinks uh, at the bar area. Come come play trivia, three rounds, prizes for the top three teams. And um, every now, like once a month, they have an event there. It's probably going to fucking jammed mm. with, with people there to see the uh, the wrestling event at, at Full yeah. Sail University, which is pretty crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That really is cool. And also, I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty damn sure of it now, like that, because um, you know, you're talking about the suspension of belief. Yes. I think um, every. Uh, fan of wrestling that I've ever met mm-hmm. has watched it since they were a little kid. Yes, I've and I, little I, kid I, you can and you already make that leap. You see something on TV, it's just real. You watch yeah. Blues Clues, like oh look at that cute dog. I love this dog. That, mm-hmm. I just really dated myself for that reference. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yes, hundred percent. I I, yeah. I I remember going to someone's house like it was pre before school, mm-hmm. uh, and you know my mom had arranged when someone else's mom dropped me off mm-hmm. here for yep. a, for the twenty thirty minutes so she could go to work. <clears throat> and um, it was at their house, and I guess it was there on a weekend. I don't know. They were watching wrestling, and it was in my mind. It was two dudes that look exactly alike. But then I figured out later it was Ravishing Rick Rude versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Now, they did look alike, but just one of them had a snake. Yes, they did look alike. <laughs> and uh, just Rick Rude's hair was a little more permed. Then yeah. he had, uh, yeah. So anyway, and I was like fascinated by this. I was like, what yeah. is this? And I was totally into wrestling by the, the mid to late eighties. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me see. But this. see, but, but then when I wasn't allowed to watch it. Like, too violent, right? For right your, for your young eyes and ears. Yeah, yeah. And, but uh, so, and because of that now, like, if you try to look at it as an adult, I can't do it. Um, you know, because I keep funny. seeing all that stuff. Work. I'm like, I, I want to, because it looks like you guys are having fun watching it. But I can't, I can't. I'll, I'll get show it. you. I'll show you some classic Cactus Jack matches that will change Mick your mind. Was a crazy um, fuck. He was a, a madman. 
Um, <laughs> so ECW did a lot of house shows in the Northeast and going out to Ohio and stuff, Extreme Championship Wrestling in the 90s. And uh, since I was living in Staten Island, I had my chance to see him a few times. Mm-hmm. But there was a gap where they didn't come to Staten Island for a couple of years because what had happened was, speaking of that suspension of disbelief and the idea like, oh, this is the real shit, right? Because they're so intense and underground. Like to watch ECW, I had to set my VCR to record uh, from like 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. on the MSG network, uh, which is like channel, what some random channel, yeah. uh, so I could uh, get my weekly uh, fix. So they would come to like the, the the sportsplex or whatever to put on their show. One year they came. The, the first year they came that I I, I didn't go was uh, these guys, the Dudley Boys. Everyone knows the Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm. They've ended up being hugely uh, successful. Uh, they live, even live here in town. By the way, Dudley's here in town, and. Um, they had a whole crew, the Dudley crew, between this guy called Big Dick Dudley. This guy's a giant. He's like six foot something, just a yeah. massive idiot. And uh, they were the best bad guys. They were really good yeah. at getting people really riled up. So, of course, they're selling beers at the event. I'm sure people are drunk as fuck. Fucking throwing them at them. Bunch of trashy, and they, and redneck they actually, assholes. Didn't they, like, turn that, like, into part of their gimmick, too? Like, having people throw stuff at them? Yeah, they were really good at, uh, <laughs> yes, getting the crowd riled up. So good that for this random house show that wasn't even being recorded or filmed or nothing in Staten Island, uh, Staten Island redneck trash idiots. They uh, were they're walking down the aisle and they're talking shit, yelling at everyone, and they're getting people's faces. And uh, I don't know who did first. I must have been a fan, obviously. Oh yeah, but yeah. someone from the crowd the, to say. took a swing at the wrestlers at the, at the at the Dudleys, and uh, it got out of hand and it started swinging back. Big Dick Dudley gets into the crowd like a full real brawl breaks out between the wrestlers and the fans, and uh, they got arrested. Big Dick Dudley missed the next night that was going to be filmed in Philly. He missed the next night of TV. That's how I found out about it because I was reading about it online in the birth of the internet. And uh, and then the ECW didn't come back to stand on it for like two years because uh, and then when you're 15 years old, two years is forever. Yeah, it's like come yeah. on, <laughs> I want to see this shit. And, uh, and then finally they came back, and oh, it was amazing. It was such, it was such good shit. I miss those days. Mm-hmm. I miss those dumb high school days <laughs> when my biggest concerns were what was happening in wrestling that week. Man. What were your biggest concerns when, when? you were 15? Pre, pre-car. 15, Post-car, pre-car. it's all about uh, getting drugs. Pre-car. My, my, my biggest concern was probably Boy Scouts. At the mm-hmm. time, I was yeah. rising through the ranks of that. Like, oh, like a phoenix rising like through I, the Boy Scout ranks. Like, I want to be an Eagle Scout, motherfucker. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush you all with my too. knowledge. You get so close. And then you, then you drugs. fell down the path of drugs. <laughs> and, and devil, Not even drugs. Just, the devil. Just, just, just marijuana. The devil and uh, at, took you. At, at the time, that was a big no-no. The, de- the devil took you with that devil's weed. That, what was your biggest concern at the age of 15? Now, the, at the now, age of 15? Now they call that shit medicine, yeah. Chris. Now it's called medicine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get God. I don't. I don't think anything. No, that must be nice. Yeah, wow, <laughs> that, that even sounds pretty good. Yeah, bliss, uh, pure bliss. Not, not, not necessarily because I didn't have a lot going on, but more because I'm so often vacant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just, you're just there. Yeah, you know? just, I, I had a lot going on, but I, you were just often didn't the, realize just it. Enjoying the moment. Oh man, that sounds good to me. That sounds great. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, so okay, so Patreon. I mentioned Patreon. People sign up for that. Uh, Global Peace Film Festival. People check out the website for. Uh, you can volunteer there, local yokels. If you want to do a good deed, volunteer for the Global Peace Film Fest. Or if you just want to check out some movies, go ahead and check them out. Yeah, we got the whole festival is uh, schedule is up at globalpeacefilmfest.org. 
I think. I think. I'm not sure. Okay, here we go. I got some movie news stories here. Let's talk about these things real quick. I got a... Where is... Here we go. Disney. Unimpressed with Fox overall. Mm -hmm. Did this crazy um, quarterly report Mm -hmm. where they're like, all right, let's talk about all of our divisions and our earnings, et cetera, et cetera. CEO Bob Iger was like, and then our Fox division, our newly acquired Fox division for the last quarter really shit the bed is essentially uh, to summarize what he said he Mm -hmm. really threw fox under the bus and it was like they things underperformed spent too much money not enough came in their film division's bad etc etc so a lot of reevaluations are going to happen here so uh they pointed out that dark phoenix lowest grossing x-men movie of all of them one of the biggest pieces of shit movies just in general it sucked it wasn't a good movie and then apparently rumors are they are not happy with the New Mutants movie that's been delayed for like two years now and reshoots. At, at and this point in Antonio time, Antonio Banderas got added to it. Seriously, at this what? Po- at, 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 at this point in time, why don't you just say fuck it and just put it out, just get it over with? Yeah, that's what they're going to end up doing eventually. But how they're going to do it, I don't know. They got to put it out, or it'll never come out. That's fine. I'm totally okay with it never coming out. Um. They are not happy. Uh, Disney is not happy with their with the Fox slate that they have uh, on deck here. Uh, outside of Avatar, yeah, they're, they're like this sucks. Yeah, but they bought them for more than their movie stuff. They bought yeah. them for their TV stuff. Simpsons. Simpsons. That's a huge get. That's almost worth the entire library right there. Almost right? just to be able to get thirty seasons worth of The Simpsons, one of the most uh, successful TV shows ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Speaking of successful TV shows, have you heard of Yellowstone? Oh, is 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 that someone with Kevin Costner? I've seen commercials for it. Yes, you know. Okay, oh, no, I know. Oh, I, I, my my brain completely farted because when you said that, I was like, the park. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. why are we talking about this? Yeah, why, why are we mentioning? Not a movie. I ain't talking about this. I ain't talking about the super volcano. This is like like Drew said. It's a Kevin Costner yeah. show on the Paramount Network. Okay. I think. and uh, it is in its second season. And it's setting some records in terms of viewership. It is just getting more and more popular. And uh, I think something we're going to have to get on. We're going to have to check this thing out. Is Paramount, is that a premium channel? No. Or? no. It's, it's on basic so cable. if you have cable, you should yes. have it. What did, What was it? It was, was this uh, the Spike channel? I don't, it was something. It, it was something. It was something. I liked Spike. Spike was fun. Yeah. Spike was a good time. Uh, it what uh, the Paramount Network is a channel that used to be something else that everyone had, and, that, and then they rebranded to Paramount yeah, Network. Exactly. Oh, like Fuse or something like that. Yes, that, those things kind of happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'd be weird if it was exactly it. Like you're like, that, yes, actually, actually, that exactly. <laughs> that exactly one specifically. <laughs> um, they're setting records with the with season two, and people like it very much. Season two is wrapping up, so Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. Okay, I'm going to check that out, man. Um. You hear about this hunt movie that's got that's mm-hmm. got a uh, shit can mm-hmm. no okay I we did. i saw the trailer in front of somebody have you seen the trailer for this i don't think so i saw the trailer for this and then i didn't notice this so apparently there's this movie called the hunt and it's essentially a uh most dangerous game type thing uh we're hunting humans mm-hmm. okay oh, okay so it's about a it's it seems to be centered around a lady uh but she uh gets kidnapped thrown into like a game preserve and then she's there with a bunch of other people Ooh. and they're being hunted down cool by people 
Now, there is a moment in the trailer, I remember, where it's like, where are you from? And everyone rattles off cities. There's like five or six cities get rattled off. The only reason I really remember that is because like the very last person is like a Spanish dude who says Orlando. I was like, oh, shit, Orlando. <laughs> Represent? I, I saw him in the theater. I was like, what, Orlando? Yeah, your son. And uh, I was like, that's weird. Why are Orlando getting called out? Um, <laughs> He's going to be a Florida man. Now, I didn't notice this. I, I, was this not in a different trailer, maybe? I don't know. Apparently... The right wing of sphere, the uh, the, the right wing of sphere. I like yeah. that. Those people, those people, <laughs> no. not the left wing of sphere. That's a different bubble. This bubble over here, the red bubble, the red bubble, where it's like, uh, we gotta save the babies unless they're brown babies from another country, then we, in put them in, then we cage them. Yes, yeah. uh, we, we, and we gotta <laughs> save the babies so we can put them in prison just, and kill yeah. them. Just to be yeah. clear, there's no overlay. This is not a Venn diagram, not a Venn diagram, these are <laughs> separate circles. <laughs> Because this circle is all also like uh, the snowflakes are the worst. Uh, they complain about everything, but then they found out that there's this movie that apparently is about a bunch of people from conservative red states, red staters, being kidnapped and being hunted down by a bunch of libs. I, I would have figured it was the other way around. That seems to be the other <laughs> way around, <laughs> I, right? say, I think I, that's probably like what I, makes it. I like, would have been like, so oh, so it, that was, was the writer's uh, thinking. Uh, I was yeah, say, exactly. So, so it's a what? So it's a bunch of what? what, rich, what the, a bunch of rich right wing assholes who are importing liberal, yeah. a, a bunch of poor liberals, a bunch of brown people, what if fucking murdering uh, the fuck out of them. What if Antifa got rid of all the fascists and got bored? Like, well, now we got to round someone up to put our violence <laughs> against because we defeated Antifa. I don't <laughs> understand being. I don't understand it. Hmm. Oh, that's good. So uh, apparently, so then it's funny. Then they're like, "Oh, I'm from Orlando." Oh, so they're saying Florida's a red state, so it's purple. And then you pick a person from a city that is decidedly blue. Like Orlando yeah. hardcore went for yeah. Clinton. No, yeah, uh, no, this or, is a blue city. It is. It's a blue city. We're surrounded by red. You could have picked <laughs> so many red towns, so many Jack. You could say Claremont. You could say Claremont. It's right next to us. No, anyway, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, so it's a Blumhouse, Blumhouse movie. Very cheap, low mm-hmm. budget. Uh, apparently, the right ring of spheres all freaked out about it. They all upset. So it got pulled, especially after that. We had like three shootings in like two hours or something like yeah. that. That one crazy exactly. weekend. Um, so the movie got completely pulled. It's not. It's not coming out anymore. It may in the future. It may not. We'll see. But we'll see. Uh, uh, a quote from Jason Blumhouse. Jason Bloom. Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse. A quote from him said, his regret about the movie isn't making the movie. He would still make the movie. His regret is in the marketing of the mm. movie. So apparently he feel like it was mismarketed in a way that now this outrage machine kicked in. And uh, now it has to sit on the shelf for a You while. know what? I, I think just, I don't know, current climate and whatnot, mm. I think no matter how the trailer was, it still would have had outrage. Someone would have been upset. Right. You say they're left wing. You say they're right wing. You don't even bring politics into it. Yeah. Someone's going to be upset. Doesn't matter it. how you do it. Just put the movie out. Yeah. Just let it exist. And then it'll, it's probably bad. Well, I don't know. All it's probably, pre- hey, bad. It's probably bad. It'll be forgotten. Chris. Yeah. And all press is good press. All press is good press when this movie eventually comes out. Now I'm going to watch it to see what all the hubbub was about. Before, I really wasn't on my radar that much. Now I'm like, well, now I got to fucking see this thing. <laughs> if we get the chance, it'll probably come out eventually on some sort of streaming service or whatever. Maybe a re-edited version. Oh, God, who knows? Um, oh, email guys from HBO. The Righteous Gemstones premieres tonight. You ready for that shit? Ooh. I'm looking forward to fuck that. yeah. I'm, I'm actually happy to get this email. Oh, exactly. What is it? The Righteous Gemstones is a Danny McBride show with John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, oh, uh, Steve, you're going to love this, Steve. And what's his face? I love John the, Goodman. The, 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 Guy from Workaholics. He's the other son. Adam Devine. Yes. 
You're gonna love. This I like Steve. him too. Yeah. You're, you're gonna love this for the same Pizza reason Steve. I'm gonna love it. Pizza Steve. You're gonna love it for the same reason I'm gonna love it because it's about a uh, a religious like televangelist family. Okay. So it's about like they're, they're, the they're making the, money from God, making money, the hypocrisy side. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, you know the bullshit. Uh, but it's Sam McBride. Oh man, it's gonna be hilarious. I'm looking forward to it. So I mean, just just in the o'clock. little thing, uh, there's. The little trailer, John Goodman picks up a plastic Jesus and throws it against the wall, right? And yeah. Danny McBride and Adam Devine look at him and said, Daddy, you just threw Jesus against the wall. And he looks at him and, he's, and John Goodman says, I thought it was a karate man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was Jesus' action figure. He was like, he was like, I thought it was a karate man. And, and he's like, no, that was Jesus. And the look on John Goodman's face was like, <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. The Righteous Gemstones. That's HBO. awesome. It looks hilarious. I can't wait. This episode brought to you by HBO Now. Um, Looking forward to that. Robocop Returns. I still gotta watch Euphoria. Fuck. So, I know. The A24 show. Gotta watch Euphoria. God damn, it's so behind. A24, Zendaya. Still watch, I still gotta watch Barry. Zendaya, depression, and drug use. It's, it's like high school. Man, I just, <laughs> I, I just got a, uh, this month's issue of uh, In Style. Mm-hmm. It, it is the triple issue with the very extensive Julianne Moore uh, pictorial spread. And then there's a whole like In Style thing with uh, Zendaya. That's cool. Looking forward to sitting down and reading that snowballs. I actually, uh, I actually walked by the A two four offices in New York. What? There, there's, it's just a random door. Like there's no, there's no logo or anything. No, I was, they're all random. I was, yeah, they're, I, all, they're all in hiding. <laughs> I, I was looking for uh, a restaurant. Yeah, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. I was in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and I, like a couple blocks away, it said, for some reason on Google Maps, it came up A two four Studios, and I was like fucking excuse me sorry I just walked by that's awesome <laughs> that's fucking great I just walked by the door and I was like oh look that's like how I accidentally found St- the, stuff happens in there I think I mentioned this on the show where I accidentally found the Electric Ladyland Studios in the, in the right near the village it's, yeah. it's between NYU and the village of Manhattan and it's just a door you know exactly it's just, yeah, it's, just it's just a door on the street with a tiny sign it's like oh wait and, this is and, where and magic goes on behind this it this is where Hendrix recorded <laughs> are you experienced are you kidding me man um or no was that recorded in the UK uh, anyway. RoboCop Returns was going was is going to be the direct sequel to RoboCop uh, One, maybe okay. RoboCop Two. Oh, They're I doing think that's a thing, good decision. Yeah, doing a thing where they is Peter Weller coming back? No, they tried. He's like, I'm not interested. He's like seventy something years old. He's like archaeology man. Fuck you. So yes, I understand. Give me another fucking special on the on National Geographic. Murphy, did you see those? <laughs> Uh, no, the, I haven't. The, really? I, no, I haven't. The, no, I, I've, I've seen bits of them. I, seen, I know, yeah. He's like walking around between uh, some like rocks, and he's like uh, the Mayans uh, back in the day. It's blah, fucking blah, blah. Robocop, it's dude. Like it's, Robocop, it's like, Robocop, tell me about, tell me about archaeology. Yes, he, I understand. He has a doctorate in that shit. Good shooting, son. What's your name? <laughs> Murphy. Then it says Robocop. It's like, no, you're Robocop. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> People, listen to our Patreon. We, we talk about Robocop for an hour and a half. We did. Uh, uh, Neil Blomkamp who did District 9 mm-hmm. and Elysium mm-hmm. and Chappie mm-hmm. was going to do Robocop Returns mm-hmm. he wanted Peter Weller to come back mm-hmm. Peter Weller was like no thank you an old man mm-hmm. and uh, now Neil Blomkamp has moved on okay what had happened was Blomkamp okay has that. stated publicly he, he is in production now what, his is tweet he tweeted off Robocop I am shooting new horror slash thriller and MGM can't wait slash need to shoot RoboCop now. Excited to watch it in theaters with other fans. So uh, he wanted, he had the opportunity to make his movie now. So he wanted to delay okay. RoboCop to make yeah. his movie. MGM was like, we ain't delaying shit. We making this now. 
So now the hunt is on for a new Robocop director. So there we go. Guys hmm. interested in you see that you see the remake? Um the new one? Uh, with with Joel Kinnaman and Michael Keaton? Mm-mm. I mean, uh, Joel Kinnaman. I'm okay with Joel Kinnaman. Came out a couple years ago. From Ultra, you look really confused, Steve. Be, yeah, wait because a minute. Robocop? Carbon. Yeah. Because yeah. I did see it. I don't remember them in it. Um, but Joel Kinnaman is Robocop. Yeah. But it was like the updated one so that it's like uh, like the first one. Flesh Hand. Right? Yes. yes right. Right. It, was, right. It was rebooted. Yes. Because Flesh here's, Hand. Here's, yeah, yeah, Flesh Hand. Here's weird. what I love about this movie. <laughs> um, I, I, I constantly try to find things like this, and it's really hard because uh, if you ask for recommendations, people just look at you funny. Mm-hmm. Because um, a lot of times I'm working on com- my computer, especially if like if I'm rotoscoping or something, you know, mm-hmm. which is like long hours and you don't have to really, you can kind of autopilot that shit. Yeah. But you still have to pay it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so like I'm constantly looking for movies that are not horrible, but they're also not great. Um, so that I can watch it, but it's not going to pull me away from my work because it's not interesting enough for that. A movie that you've seen a lot is also good for that. Like, I could throw That's on true. something like Commando yeah. where that can just play in the background and I can do what I want to do. Yeah. Then it's just playing. It's like noise and everything. Mm-hmm. Then I can check in. He's like, remember when I said I'd kill you last? I, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. I lied. And let's go. Yeah. Ah! It's like, oh, <laughs> Matrix! And you're like, yes, I remember that. And then you go back yeah. to working. And but, working. but I mean, it's very hard to find a movie that'll ride that line. And, yeah, sure. And it was... All of the new Star Treks. As far as, <laughs> as, far as that's yeah. concerned, it was the greatest movie ever because it was interesting, it was fun, but I could also not pay turn it off. It. Yeah. <laughs> And like that, I said, if you haven't missed nothing, if you haven't seen the new Star Trek, you should try with those. Star yeah. Trek Beyond is really good for everyone. Yeah, because, people. Because it really is like an hour and a half ep- long episode. It's really not. It's really bland. All of them are. <laughs> Which I'll take. That's the one. The third one's the one I'll take of all three of them. With with the star surfing. Yeah, so, the PC boys. So I liked the. Uh, I, I liked the Star Trek ones. So. <laughs> with, Chris, yeah. with Chris Pine and everybody. Yeah. I thought you hated Star Trek. I do, but see, here's the thing: they. They um, changed it like it's it's an action movie. In other yeah. words, you know what, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like if if there was a 15 minute scene where they're at a table having like some kind of meeting. Yeah. Fuck you. you. That. Fuck you. you. I'm leaving. Have you seen Wrath of Khan? Uh, yeah. Don't like that one. It's all right. It's just all right. right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the one. Part of it. That's not, the one. Even for non Star Trek. Yeah. Thing, that's the one. Part of it. Not their fault because um you know I saw it much later and of course it's an old movie. And it kind of has a dated look to it, and by dated, I just mean literally like like the film stock, like oh, you know what sure. I mean. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. And, and well, I like that. I like that old dated film stock look, though. Sometimes I do too, but yeah. it depends. Like I rewatched Dirty Harry a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was like the old film is like oh, it's but like you know warm. how the the film stock, like I, I guess they just chose a different stock, so like different studios use different films, yeah, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that it, so some of them look good, and some of them I don't care for. Some age better than that others. one particularly. I just I just didn't care for. But again, okay, that's not their fault. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because it was the best they had at the time, but things aged differently. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, we are way over time, but we have emails. So, Drew, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, here's a quick recap of the rest of the stories I'm going to do real fast. Joaquin Phoenix, uh, to get his laugh down for the Joker movie, mm-hmm. he watched videos of people suffering from a neuro- neurological disorder where they laugh or cry uncontrollably. Okay. 
And uh, that's that, awesome. So that's how he got his laugh down. I mean, you know, not a laugh the, that people don't want to do. I know, I, I know. Just, uh, all, yeah, yeah. One that they have to. Yeah, that they have to. That is just coming out. They can't help. It almost hurts. It's almost yeah. a painful laugh. Yeah. So that's your Joaquin Phoenix Joker laugh. Uh, which, Interesting. What age group? If we're going to break down age groups into traditional, what, we got like kids, 18, 25, 25, 35, 35, 45, 45, that type of thing. What age group do you think goes to the movies the most now? Mm. These days, who buys the most tickets? What age group? Ours. I would say. So you're thinking uh, 30, 25 to 35? I was going to guess parents with kids just because whenever um, Once again our age group almost whenever you know a movie yeah. comes out uh that's that's G like since it doesn't happen that like almost all the time like you know kids okay shocking results the age group that buying most tickets these days 18 to 25 interesting uh meaning not not just fanboys probably really driving it for sure but meaning going to the movie theaters it's that back. whole experience it's a thing again it's not not going away no it's not going away anytime soon people want to see movies right away they want to see them in a communal experience big screen big theaters they still want that no matter how good home video gets how good home theaters get um so there you go i thought that i thought that was pretty fascinating i was gonna say that's really interesting because honestly um god if i had to guess i would have thought years ago that like um, I mean, we'd still have theaters, but it'd be way, way less. Much more of a boutique experience, like smaller theaters. Near, de- near death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. I think there's something about the communal experience. It's a reason why churches still exist. It's a reason mm-hmm. why sporting events are a thing. People don't just stay home and watch sports. They yeah. want to go to the game. Like you said, watch wrestling at home. Blech. Go to it live. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Hockey's, something... a, hockey's another one, too. Hockey's a great I'm not example. A ho- I'm not a hockey fan, but man, you go I to went to a hockey game once. Oh, it was so fun. It's fascinating. Uh, I'll watch baseball on TV. I'm a baseball fan, but going to a baseball game is fucking fantastic. Um, okay, so here we go. Next story real quick. Uh, this is how rumors happen. Rumor control. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Taika Waititi, writer-director of Thor Ragnarok. Okay. He's got Jojo Rabbit, the Hitler <sighs> movie coming out Have soon. Have you seen the trailer for that? I, no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see like in a theater or something. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm going to like it, so I'm not going to... I'm waiting. Drew's so excited. This guy is a great... Oh, Chris, people are going to lose their fucking minds, and I'm Disney's going... scared. Disney's scared about this I movie, am going to laugh yeah. uncontrollably for two hours. Jojo Rabbit's about a kid who has his imaginary friend, like a drop-dead Fred scenario. Okay. But his Fred is Adolf Hitler. Whoa. Yes. And, and and we are in like Nazi Germany, like <laughs> straight up. Like it is And this was a Fox movie that now Disney has acquired through their Fox acquisition and and Disney's a little freaked out because yeah. it was positioned as an awards movie. Like people are like this black comedy it's is going to fucking Black win comedy yeah. heavy satire. Yeah. So heavy. This apparently. crazy satire is gonna like really make waves. Now yeah. Disney has and they're like, fuck, our shareholders are not gonna like this. I don't they have place other places to put out stuff like i thought they didn't that's they, the whole idea of having fox and fox searchlight didn't they have miramax like what wasn't what didn't maybe even still i thought disney I owned know. miramax they have for a while it was touchstone yeah touchstone okay. was their r-rated wing i that's i'm probably wrong then that's what uh, they need but they need something like that that's but what a, fox should be but again exactly they are freaked out everyone but we all know that disney owns fox so mm-hmm. it, it, it's not the same we know we know that's true yeah back in the day in the 80s and 90s nobody knew no one knew but disney i think the great part though is that kids don't know you know yes. what I mean? And it's I think that's the, really what's important. It's all about the kids. Yeah. Top of the kids. Listen, it's all about the kids. The kids these days, they don't know. They're gonna, we're going to keep them safe. Um, this is how rumors happen. Taika Waititi just had a lunch meeting. That's a great name. 
Great name. He's <laughs> Maori. He's Maori. Half Maori from Kiwi. New Zealand. He's yeah. a Kiwi. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, he had a lunch meeting that's been documented by TMZ with Ryan Gosling. Will Ryan Gosling now show up in Thor: Colon Love and Thunder? That's the name of the next Thor movie. That would be hilarious. That would, would it be. Now we may have Ryan Gosling in the MCU. That would be hilarious. Well, yeah, you into it? <sighs> yeah, but I don't know who he's gonna be because I'm. He does the strong silent thing very well. Yeah, I hope, I hope he shows up and, and just and, says and, nothing and, and parries himself. You know, oh, he leans against like doorways and just stares at you. I wonder if he. You know what? I think he'd be a great silver surfer. <laughs> now you're asking too much. <laughs> I mean, we're already in space. He can just run across him. Now you're asking too much. Yeah, but, I think he'd be a great silver surfer, actually. So we'll see what he met with Gosling. It could be uh, like um, imagine, um, silver surfer reimagined as Drive, just cosmic. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. <laughs> silver surfer and cosmic Drive. Look, I'm into. I it. like it. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to. That's it. You sold me. I'm in. Here's, <laughs> here's the money. Here's the money. I'm in. Make the movie. Go make it. Um, okay, Venom two. <sighs> okay, Venom two is happening. We got a new director. Take the money out of Venom Two, put it in the put movie. it into a, into it, your drive, Silver Surfer in movie. My, yeah. Uh, well, look, Venom Two, it's shaping up to be something different for sure. Okay, that's what I figured. The first movie was directed by Ruben Fleischer, who did um, Gangster Squad, uh, uh, Thirty Minutes or Less, the first Zombie Land movie. Yeah, and um, it, it was supposed to be a funny rated R. Supposed movie. to be a funny rated R movie that turned into a PG thirteen movie. He is not doing the second Venom. He has left, been replaced by Andy Serkis, stop motion huh, yeah. king. Yeah, okay, so gives us an idea of where they're going. <clears throat> Matthew Libatique was the director of photography for the first movie. Libatique is fantastic. He's Darren Aronofsky's guy. He came up with Aronofsky. He shot Pie. Yeah. Um, if you look up his filmography, he's fantastic. Like, he, he worked <sighs> with Zack Snyder a bunch. I yeah. think he shot Watchmen. He's amazing. Uh, he shot the first Venom. So that's why Venom still looks pretty good. Yeah. This one may look even better because Venom 2, new DP, is uh, Robert Richardson. Robert Richardson, best known f- maybe for working with Quentin Tarantino for maybe his entire career. Is he, oh, is he on here? Okay. Did, he, um, did he do this one, director of photography? No, he did not do nope. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> did not do Pulp Fiction. But he's a fantastic director. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All right, yeah. he, shot, he shot the shit out of that movie. Yeah. One of the few DPs these days still working on film. That yeah. type of guy. Uh, so he is uh, shooting Venom 2 cool. for Andy Serkis. Um, I have no evidence to back this up. But, <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> my favorite Steve Arkins. Here we go. <laughs> These are the best. But um, what I was thinking was, do you think that since everybody, like just, uh, not everybody, of course, but you know, so many people hated the first one that like... At some point, no. it could be a good thing if they do a remake because it's literally like, dude, everything just, that is wrong no, with the first one al- has, start over. has like multiple times been hurled at me by strangers about no. how shit it is so that you know what went wrong. Maybe you can... like We're, 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 we're course correcting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, and the only reason it would work out is because it was so bad, he sees all his mistakes. If it was kind of a bad movie, then the second one might just be kind of a bad movie. Interesting. Sure, you were going to say? The answer is no because as bad as the movie it was, it still made a billion dollars. Okay, okay. That's that's true. So here's so here's my middle ground. Okay, no consequences. <laughs> so here's my middle ground. So the first one made uh, almost a billion dollars. Right? Yeah. It made like eight hundred million, despite not being well reviewed and Tom Hardy not being happy with it. But he's coming back to do the second one. He co-wrote it with the with a screenwriter, and um, they got a new director. They got a new DP. I think they want to. Imp- I think they hear the, the complaints. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy himself, he's a fanboy. He doesn't yeah. want to make a bad movie. He hears the complaints. Yeah. That's part of why we got a new director. We got a new... He was really involved in the writing. They want to course correct and give you 
a really solid bet. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here yeah. in terms of coming at us with a sequel that will be an improvement on a movie that had, how long was that movie? Two hours? 20 minutes of good stuff in there. Yeah. Maybe 25. What do you think, Drew? What? Venom? Oh, Venom. Lady Venom was the best part. Lady Venom was great. The- Michelle Williams coming back, wanting to do more Lady Venom. I want more Lady Venom. Yes. Have you seen Venom? Uh, yeah. It's on uh, Stars right now. Yeah. Yeah. So the more like that, that like that ten seconds where Michelle Williams was Lady Venom and yeah, and, and then she kissed Tom Hardy and it was that weird like Venom trip. That was like a weird. It was, that was. It was kinky, strange. David Cronenberg strange shit. <laughs> Give me way more of that weirdness, man, and I'm I, in. I think the best thing that can happen is that he's coming back. Because mm-hmm. I, I really liked him in it. Now, yeah, he was wild. Everybody did a good job, but you can't tell um, necessarily because mm-hmm. I did not like the dialogue at all. It was very stiff. It didn't feel natural. Sure. So it's hard to get into any particular character or anything yeah. like that because you're thinking, oh, they're bad actors. No, they're not. They're 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 being dealt a bad hand. Yeah. That they're doing the best with. And it's the same with this is how I convince people that like you know the Matrix. You know, where I'm like, no, it's, I, I don't like the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason for that, though, I go, look how much they made fun of Keanu. People made fun of Keanu Reeves when he was in it, and they would, like, do his lines that were stiff for, as hell. For, uh, I know Kung Fu. Uh, yes, like, yeah. I know Kung Fu. I know but, Kung Fu. But I always tell people, like, no, 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 no. Take it in script form. Mm. Act it out better. You can't. It's a shit, di- it's shit dialogue. It. Sure. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do understand. And so I want to say I really loved his character. Um, I liked the type of character it was. But because of the stiff, I can't say it. I like the type of character. Yeah. I like the interactions he had with himself, essentially. Yes. Because Tom Hardy also did the voice of Venom. The, the yeah. part of when he was like, oh, what was... I can, I can do his voice. Because he, <laughs> he was like, Eddie, Eddie, I'm, I'm an idiot like you, Eddie. He was doing that whole thing. That was great, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And it was fun. But that was also like the middle of the movie. It was only a part of it. And yeah. then at the end, it stopped. I don't know. And he's so good at uh, brooding. You know, <laughs> he's very broody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was Bane. Tom, he's so broody. Yes, yes, she is Bane. That's correct. I wish my Baneomizer. I don't have my. That should have been his inner I voice. I don't have my Baneomizer anymore, but okay. <laughs> now we have emails, Mister Cogburn. These emails come from the shadows, <laughs> and then we read the emails from the shadows, and the shadows, you, shadows that you were born in. The shadows. <laughs> you are, you merely adopted the emails, <laughs> but I was born in them. Yes. Okay, read those emails. Oh, uh, we got an email from Ron. What's up, Ron? Hey, Ron's yeah. our boy. Here we go, Ron. What is y'all's feeling about jock straps as casual wear? They're pretty popular in the community. I love seeing them in a fat ass. Do, do you think you could pull it off? He likes to see them in a fat ass. On a fat ass. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm reading it. Hanging out of I'm, a jock I'm, strap. I'm reading. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, a jock strap as casual wear. As casual. Wear. I haven't worn a jock strap since I think I was twelve years old. Last time I played baseball in any sort of uh, like organized capacity. It's basically just like. Strap. Assless chaps. They are just yeah. asses underwear. It's just asses underwear. All, all jack straps do is teach kids to be conv- uh, comfortable with BDSM gear at oh. a young age. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, last time I used one, I was 25. Okay. Okay. Um, it was for a photo shoot. It is perfect for when you get a vasectomy. Then, ah. then, then you yeah. you take um uh, you take you take uh, peas mm-hmm. you know like yeah. like uh, frozen peas yeah, yeah. and it just right there put it right where yeah. the cup goes and it just stays there it's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. That, okay. That's not casual wear. That's not casual wear. Yeah, no, that's yeah. for recovery wear. Well, I was going to say, that was... The- and I'm talking about athletic wear. Yeah. Ron is asking about casual, casual wear. wear. Just hanging out in your ass's undies. You, you know what the worst part, though, was... Is Leslie, ha- you want to see Steve walk around <laughs> ass's undies? I see a lot already. 
She's already <laughs> trying to do that. So that's she a no. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. That's, need the, that's a hard no. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, he asked, could we? Could we pull it off? Is that was a, a I second cannot, question? I, I have no ass. I got no ass. I don't do the lower body workouts. I got to work on the, the, the squats. and the, I got to work on the glute exercises. I ain't got them. I ain't got no ass. I, I don't know. I, th- I think the way the two straps in the back kind of go like downwards yeah. in a, in a, in a your diagonal. Butt, your butt cheeks should be hanging yeah. nicely and then they should be filling them out. Yeah. My, right. My and, butt and the fact that they're not yeah. makes your butt look flatter. Yes. So uh, I'm sorry, Ron, but jock straps on us would be quite unflattering. You don't want to have a jock strap party yeah. with I us. I already have a very tiny butt. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. We got to work on those uh, the squat exercises. Uh, maybe we're more of a speedo party guy. I don't know. Okay, continue with the email. Oh. <laughs> Would you watch the anime movie on Netflix because it's great? It's it's called A Silent Voice. Would I watch it? I mean, I guess. So. Said, would you? It's, it's just pretty, it's pretty darn good. A Silent it's Voice. What it's, it's what it says. Just um, based on you? the title, I kind of have a type of anime because you know there's like all those different. Yeah. I kind of can picture what kind of thing it is. You know what I mean? It like, could be. Uh, my brother's been watching all the anime recently at home. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been watching a series that seems to be centered around a uh, high school volleyball team. They'll do a show. Huh. About, they'll do a show about anything over there. Uh, yeah, but it always ends up the same. They're like, it's a volleyball team of ninjas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a ninja show. I saw watching. <laughs> they go Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan ninjas. Uh, okay, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll watch it. Run. I don't know. I mean, if it's really good, is it really good? I'll look it up. I like futuristic. Uh, stuff. I hope y'all yeah. are like the watch- Ghost in the Shell type shit. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I hope y'all are watching uh, Young Justice on the DC app. I'm starting Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing next month. Okay, getting rid of Netflix for that month. Okay, yeah, Young Justice. So we got to watch that along with Swamp Thing. We're doing a Patreon only episode on the DC app. Uh, I did dip a little bit into Swamp Thing. I needed you to translate Ron for me. For what, the last part? Yeah, the last one. I can't. I, I, I hope it called watching you. Oh, we already said that. Getting rid no, of Netflix. The, the, last, the last one. What food do you wish was movie there, snack food? What? I said, <laughs> what food do you wish was movie there, snack food? I'm... In my head, I'm trying to put together a... I can't... I'm, what food do you... Drew, what food do you wish was movie there? Snack food. Okay. Question mark. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Which movie? So what food do you wish? What's movie there? <laughs> Breakfast cereal. Breakfast cereal. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nachos especiales. Which is original nachos without all the extra accoutrement. What are you gonna say, Drew? What movie what food do you wish was movie there? Snack food. Oh, Steve wants to change his answer. Funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. Beautiful. Steve says funnel cake. I says nachos especiales. especiales. True, you say... Anything deep fried. All right. Yeah. yeah. Deep fried. All right, thanks, Ron. We appreciate it, buddy. What's our next email? Uh, I got an e- email from Gabe. Let's wrap it up with our email from Gabe. What up, show? Watch three movies. Three movies. Here we go. Let's hear about them. Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay, yeah. I like it. Formulaic in its arcs, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked the gratuitous, we're going to show you the CGI Pokemon that doesn't advance the story type scenes. Mm-hmm. I like how they made the voice work. Mm-hmm. Clever. Stream it. Okay. I thought that was going to be the biggest problem. I was like, how is this going to work that he doesn't just say Pikachu? Pikachu. And like, that's it. Pikachu. There's one scene where he explains, and they explain why. There's one scene where he is like, you can understand me, 
yeah. then they're out in public, and then he's talking to other people, Pika, Pika. and then it cuts to their yeah. perspective, yeah. and then he's like, Pika Pika, with a classic Pikachu yeah. voice, and then they're like, oh, Pika Pika, okay. you too. Yeah. And uh, so it's like a special thing that this one character can understand the Pikachu character. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the best thing about the movie, the yeah. way they worked it out. Yeah, those. that's smart, because... Uh, I was disappointed by the movie, though. It's cool that Gabe liked it, but maybe because he saw it later, I was bummed by it, because the marketing made it look like a great, fun time. Like, yeah. Uh, lo- lo- looks like there was a, a lot more action. It looked like it was more action, it looked like it was uh, more comedic. Yeah. And it got, it got kind of heavy. It yeah. was all about like loss, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and it was lacking on the action. What if it was and two then, hours and of then there's no active stuff? <laughs> yeah, no. it was just two hours of Pikachu playing Bongo. <laughs> no, it was pretty much two hours of <laughs> Pika- Pikachu playing Deadpool. Oh yeah, it was it was Pikachu as Deadpool, it was Deadpool as Pikachu nice. uh, hanging out with some dude. And it just personally, I didn't think it was that great, but the game like it, so mm-hmm. that's cool. What else? He said three movies. So that's number one. Shazam. Shazam! It was okay. Yeah, it's okay. Fun. <laughs> fun, <laughs> right. fun and funny, especially Krasinski. Uh, I was down mm-hmm. on the fake body suit, but Krasinski. but I get it now. This one is Zachary Levin. Uh, pr- he probably, he probably meant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got his bland white guys You got your bland white guys mixed <laughs> up, Gabe. How, uh, you're so racist, Gabe. Mix up your white dudes. Uh, the fake body suit, but I get it now. Uh, definitely opens up the DC Universe, but I wonder what tone they're going to take because mm. Shazam ain't BVS or Man of Steel. Nah, don't... The DC Extended Universe thing is dead. Done. They're not. Good. They're not really bothering with that. Characters may pop up in other movies. Which is fine, but they're not going to force it. It is not a requirement. All the movies can now exist in their own worlds. So we're going to get a Shazam two. It's going to have Black Adam. And it's going to continue that yeah. vibe. More family, right? You would say yeah. Shazam's a family superhero movie. Definitely. So I get why The Rock's the bad guy. Makes perfect sense now that Dwayne yeah. Johnson will be involved all, with Shazam. All he has to do is be the heel this time, which he's done before he's great. in wrestling. He's a great he, heel. He, he's a good heel. He's a great heel. And he's he also really enjoys the family stuff. So it's it's a perfect fit for him. It all makes sense. And that can exist separate from Wonder yeah. Woman and mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, which is going to happen. And then their weird trench movie that they're going to make based yeah. off of Aquaman and all that. So, yeah, don't worry about that, buddy. And Pet Cemetery. Ah, 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 I've heard so many good things about that. I thought it was fine. I liked it. I, I haven't seen it, but it, it's. Uh, it's but how, I mean, it, was it more? It's did all right. they do a good job of like scaring. I thought. I mean, yeah. it's the same. Essentially, the same movie. Most they, of the beats are the same. Yeah, I mean, same but just beats, like just modern small twists. Small twists yeah. with the story. Modern movie sensibilities. Yep. A little more. Uh, a little darker. A little darker. Little better special effects. More money put yeah. into it, so better special effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's fine. When people were like shitting on it, I was like, what? "It's Pet Cemetery, relax." Yeah, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Should have been called Pet Cemetery: Colon Eighteen Wheeler Death Wish. <laughs> <laughs> How many truck callbacks can you make? <laughs> I really liked the themes they were working with: grief, guilt, PTSD. Yeah, it was a rich of psychological and slasher horror, better than expected. I liked Old Man Lithgow. See it. Old yeah, Man Lithgow's awesome. Yeah, old man John Lithgow was awesome in it. I love John Lithgow. He is fantastic as a neighbor. Um, 18 Wheeler Death Wish. That's a Charles Bronson movie that never got made. <laughs> I'm, I'm a trick driver. I'm a yeah. trick driver. They raped, they raped my truck driver wife, but now I'm going to kill them. With my truck. With my truck. I'm going to run them over. Uh, you ever seen a Death Wish movie, Steve? Um, no, Bronson? but I know what it is, yeah. but I, I have not, though. They made five of them. Vigilantism is Vigilantism. The first one, he was already 57. And they made five of them. He was in his 70s by the time they made the fifth one. Steroids. There's a... No, just he was just old. He was just an old man. He's like, yeah, but he was old man ripped too. He well, well, at least by the third one, 
I've seen one, two, and three. I haven't seen four, <coughs> and I've seen parts of five. Uh, he was shirtless in the second one. I don't know about the third one, but he was old man ripped. Yeah. He was a health nut. Uh, and then he always looked like this. He's like, oh, we're going to go shoot those punks. Um, man, those are fun movies. Yeah. They're good. They're good, man. My dad, like seriously, very, if, very right wing. If you mention Death Wish, <laughs> like he loves them, right? Oh my god, my yeah. dad would be like, "You, you guys talking about Death Wish? You guys talking about Death Wish?" He's like, "Yes, I'm talking about Charles Bronson. Uh, the Mechanic was another one he did. Uh, Navajo Joe was that him or was that Burt Reynolds? We are ending this episode now with that question, Drew Cogburn. Thank you so much. Welcome mm-hmm. back, sir. Uh, next time, make sure you save the kidney stone so we can put it in a jar and hang it on a shelf here. And mm-hmm. no, you got you got to do it, man. No, then I have to have these little screens. What they call? They're like yeah. they're basically like yeah, you gotta a, pee on a, screen. a sieve that you piss yeah. through to save them. Pee through a screen. Save your stones. We'll put them in jars. Nope. We add a little bit of uh, water to them, and then we watch them grow over time like a chia seed. No, they dissolve. No, when they time. grow, it's like those no, mineral rock things. No, no, they get bigger. I mean, if they were in my kidneys. I know science. I know science. No, you don't. I know science. Very, you know, very, you know very little about science. I'm an architect the vigilante, but I also get. You don't think Charles Brunson had kidney stones? I'm sure he Look did. Look at his face. No. He had massive kidney stones. I'm sure. Uh, Steve, sir, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. That was a good time, and we are ending this episode now. You are welcome for this week's supersized episode, and thank you to our patrons for being awesome. Patreon.com/slash Crossbody. So, uh. We're this week teaser. We are going to talk about top five on movie set deaths. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fun. That sounds awesome and uplifting. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, Wait, right. you mean real ones? Yes, yeah. people actually dead. Oh, okay, I know what one of them is gonna be immediately. <laughs> yes, people actually dead. Go, go, go ahead and say it. I uh, get crow. Yes, yeah. we'll be talking about the crow amongst others. At least one. That's uh, at least one. That's one of the four. So here we go. Sign for patreoncom So to find out, we are out of here. Peace. A PFT Media Production.